Russians getting bigger. Bang, 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome to Three Canadian Thumbs! Yeah, boy! <laughs> We're starting with a bang! <laughs> and we have skipped last week because I was sick. I still am. I'm still getting over my cold. My tonsils were swollen. Sick fuck. Yes, I was a sick fuck. And uh, yes, my apologies. My bad. And I am Jamie... Bang! <laughs> I'm Rita. <laughs> so, this is Pierre. And uh, we're here to entertain you, to tell you how we were entertained and how you should get entertained. Yes! So uh, let's start it up. Uh, shall I tell you what I did in the past week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! All right. So, first of all, first of all, I got a glorious computer upgrade. For the first time in eight years, I've changed my whole damn computer. It's a different lifestyle ago. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, it, it cost me over 1.5K, and it was absolutely mm. worth it. Mm. It's a whole oh. new world. <laughs> <laughs> I can stream while being in VR now. It's absolutely wonderful. I started creating my own community because I'm on VR chat all the time. For you loyal viewers out there, I'm obsessed with it. That's uh, that's a very known fact, and um, I've uh, I've played around with it, tested its limits, and uh, it feels so nice. And guys, if if you have your if your main computer, you didn't replace it for at least five years, please do yourself a favor, save up for a new computer. It does a hell of a difference, okay? Go out. Go out and play. (laughs) (laughs) Or go outside, yes. (laughs) Particularly with 1.5, I could get an Xbox One X Mm -hmm. on top of another Xbox One X, right? (laughs) (laughs) You could plug them together for extra power. Xbox One X It's like, you know when movies don't understand video games and they try to like insert them and like you see people playing games and they're just going like and just like button mashing and then you look at the TV screen. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a cutscene from like The Last of Us Uh, or like Heavenly Sword and they're just going and it's just like, they don't know. (laughs) They don't know. I always cringe when that happens in video games and movies. Like when they have a controller and they just like press all the shoulder buttons at the same time like what are you doing yeah i think the only nintendo uh, controller the only good gaming representation we got was from kevin spacey (laughs) in house of cards oh Oh, when he was playing in monument valley (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, when he he plays a bunch of like uh like, God of War, I think, also, and yeah. Yeah, it's true. He played God of War too. But you see, he's it's actually him playing. But really it was a really weird that he brought the writer or producer of Monument Valley or the fake writer producer of Monument Valley to be his 
partner for his autobiography. No, that was really weird. <laughs> Honestly, all right, enough about yeah. that. Kevin Spacey is canceled. <laughs> that, that was that. so 2018. Ooh. Oh yeah, well yeah. yeah, he's he's a strange fellow. Oh well, yeah, we, we yeah uh, because I I just thought about that because there's a Russian doll that that came out recently. Yeah, and that has like gaming, some poor yeah, like well, that's not how testing works. It's like, not how testing, not how development. <laughs> You don't go, oh, yeah, well, that's his bug, and then you fix it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's weird how, like, you don't know, but t- it, TV doesn't get, hack, like, computers or, like... Like, I get that it doesn't matter to the story. Yeah, it's it, such it, a small part in that show. But it breaks yeah. the... Well, if For you, a second, you just go, ah. Oh, well, if you know, you're like, eh. But it's like watching old Rocky movies, and you're like, that's not boxing. <laughs> that's not boxing yeah. at all. Like, that's not, right. That looks ridiculous. Yeah. But Hajime no Ippo, that's boxing. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's someone who knows boxing that made Ippo, and it shows. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, there's research, and there's, like, details to a fault. As someone that likes boxing first, and then made a manga slash anime. Which was amazing, mm-hmm. uh, by the way. I really recommend Hajime no Ippo. I don't even like boxing, <laughs> and it made it interesting. It's like, it's like those anime that uh, Yakitati Japan. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It was making bread. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well, my my example is Slam Dunk. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, yeah. I didn't like basketball, but this got me into it. Yeah, well, like, good sports and hobby animes will get you into something, even though you're not into the thing itself. Uh, Like, before watching the show, if it's good enough, you'll get into it. Yuri on Ice. I'm not much of a figure skater fan, but I was was into that show. Like, I I loved watching it, and then I was like, okay. Apparently it gets it, like like, it's well made. Yeah, yeah, it's well, yeah, it's well produced and stuff, and I was like, that's, that's the power of like when you get like a good hobby or like sports anime they get you into the things that you didn't even think you could appreciate in the first place a hundred percent agree and and yuri on ice i am so into it (laughs) i'm so happy that it's going to there's going to be a movie (laughs) and it's going to be fabulous the the characters on there are very fabulous and and there's a french speaking one Represent, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's the, the Canadian guy, like, yep. uh, no. yeah, yeah, French Canadian, uh, yeah, is it yes. he has a mustache and he says merci, and he has really long eyelashes. He's really nice, yeah. he's really nice. He has problems with self confidence. It's he's a character, he's not like a, yeah, yeah, a stereotype, it's, it's, all, it's all like in good, um, in good taste. It's yeah. Still, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not fun. Neo Yokio's uh, Canadian. Oh, that that one's a great one, <laughs> <laughs> but not in good taste. <laughs> it's not in good taste at all. But what is in that show? It's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's not like he pours like maple syrup on his chest while doing <laughs> no, his like ice skating performance no, or anything but, like uh, that. Uh, like we could direct quote him from like the the show, like in you know Neo Yokio, they kind of like fuse cities and countries together mm-hmm. and the french canadian is just like a mix between france and canada and oh, he yeah. just has like the like the the quebec accent and then they're like oh well uh what do you think about like uh driving in the city it's kind of dangerous i don't remember the full like setup or context for the sentence but he says it in like the most quebec accent he just goes like well uh i am not scared of uh, this uh pussy shit uh. <laughs> 
He's such a caricature, and the way he speaks and the things he says are so over the top. It's like you can't, you can only, like, you can only applaud in a That's certain way. That's when you way. know this show is art. <laughs> it's fantastic. It was... I love that because uh, they really nailed the, the uh, at first I thought it was serious. But then after I realized, oh my God, it doesn't take itself seriously yeah. at all. Yeah. When you, when you start realizing that, it's yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. But before that, ugh, cringe. <laughs> it's only number two to like Devil Man that year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I think it it wasn't the same year. No, it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was 2017. Oh yeah. oh yeah, time goes by real fast, mm-hmm. or we're real old. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've uh, started um, going to one of my first loves, video editing, because I'm, yeah. I, I finally have a normal computer. That means finally these episodes will appear on YouTube very soon. Mm-hmm. I was bluffing before, apparently, but now I have no excuse anymore. My computer can run it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, you know, it's, I find it really weird when you do a, a long video and you have to cut and take the best cuts and you listen to your voice over and over again for an hour. It's very mm. self-indulgent, I think. It's just like, oh, I don't want to hear my voice anymore. <laughs> you have to be very persistent and you have to like your work a lot. And then at the end, you're just like, Ugh, I need to watch something else. <laughs> yeah. At the end, you're just like, ugh. I, I I need a change of scenery. I need a cigarette or a drink or something. <laughs> Put on the Muppets show. <laughs> it's a level more than like reading uh, commentary on your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, like, comments will just be like destructive to read mm-hmm. if you let it. Like listening to yourself, you're your own critic. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're, you're going to yourself, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most of the time, I'm just like, wow, that take sucked. And I do it like seven times. And I'm like, wow, the first one was the best one. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. You get back the next day and you're like, it was totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's work. And uh, after that, I've um, I've watched a lot of people play Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Honestly, on uh, on Twitch, I know I'm not good at shooters, so that's a perfect game for oh. me to watch on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Especially that you need to be good at shooting in order to be good at the game, mm-hmm. or else you're just a useless uh, useless Kleenex on the road. And and you don't need to be good at games. Well, you don't need to be good at games, but it's kind of you know being a battle royale and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of the point to be number one. And it's a little hard when you can't aim with a mouse. But uh, I really loved watching it. It's really super fast paced. It's super exciting. I like the squads yeah. at three. It's surprising. It's a uh, it's on the Quake engine. What? Their engine mm. is based on the original. I can't. I can't remember the name. It's like obviously it's different. Yeah. But I saw this whole map of like games that are based on it. Okay. And uh, yeah, the the respawn engine is based on the original. That's why it's it has that feel. Like it reminded us of those games. Yeah. Really. That, that's yeah. Okay, that's that makes cool. sense. Like it's so spot on with the speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you could rift people even if they're unconscious. There's this the the ping system, of course. The fact yeah. that you could slide, you could run and jump, and 
it's it's really crispy it's 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 really nice to 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 I don't know it always has something interesting you're not really bored mm. it's instant gratification because you're always doing something yeah no. I, I I do yeah. find like it's it's it does execute everything like nearly perfectly especially for a battle royale it feels really good but I was wondering have you played um the Titanfall 2 no no oh. but I heard that there's definite vibes of Titanfall 2 in Apex is, Legends Titanfall 2 has like all of that mobility, all of that like perfect like execution and that like feeling, but it's amplified because like it, I think it's set in the same universe, like Apex and Titanfall. But yeah, in yeah. Titanfall, you're like a you're a you're a pilot, and the pilots like they they can like double jump and they can wall ride and then they can ride their own mechs. You you got yeah. a hook shot uh, in one of the classes, mm-hmm. um, which is just like a yeah. general move set. Like, and yeah, and you 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 wall you wall run. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 copied that mm. and did it maybe better, maybe worse. Oh, but really? Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but basically there was that fad that followed Titanfall because it was so fast-paced compared to everything else around. Yeah. And there was like, uh, if you look at the recent history of shooters, like the most popular ones, uh, maybe like Battlefield 3 and 4, uh and like earlier like call of duty black ops 3 they were all more fast-paced and mm-hmm. like suddenly everybody was into oh you gotta got you gotta get a hundred people in your game mm-hmm. like battlefield like five six one and mm-hmm. the new one they're all like they get they just get bigger and bigger uh, mm-hmm. call of duty is kind of getting bigger too and battle royales are just that basically they're just this massive map of like emptiness for a while so if you if you don't have the speed in battle royale like you're not it's not going to be fun mm-hmm. like, the genre itself is new enough that everybody is into it like you'll play any any version and it's fun fortnite is fun PUBG is fun mm-hmm. like even though they're bad games you know yeah um, like, uh, the Pal- paladin's version is super fun too like they're all nice and but they're all like <coughs> cheaply made and quite like they're not experts into their thing and now we get like triple a games doing it and mm-hmm. like I think they solved it. They just you you can run really fast. Yeah, yeah. that's that's one way of solving it. Just making the action much is better. Longs right now to get a hundred people in. Mm, it really depends of the game. I think it didn't take that long in order to find a match. Let's say, for instance, in Fortnite, the last mm-hmm. time that I saw. Yeah, but compare it to Tetris ninety nine. Oh yeah, Tetris ninety nine. You wait twenty seconds, yeah. and you're in your next match. Yeah, yeah. but I Tetris ninety nine is incredible. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, so, so when these games get so basically, you were saying earlier, like you gotta get to number one, or else it's not worth playing, or at least like you 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 know you're not gonna get to that level. Mm-hmm. If you solve that by making the game really fast. Oh, it's not like, that bad afterwards. Yeah, it's true. If the game I haven't won a single play, game yeah. of Apex. Yeah. Like, I just... I haven't, but I've still had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's fast enough, but eventually it's not going to be fast yeah, enough. Yeah, the gameplay is compelling enough that regardless of what happens throughout your game or how you rank, it's still enjoyable. Yeah. Like There's still, like, the problem where most of the time is spent scavenging items and hoping you get the right armor to survive the next fight. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, the armor really does a huge difference at that point? Yeah, especially if you want to get far. Because uh, you are, uh, like a, a one set of armor mm-hmm. is double HP. And then you, you can get four levels of it. I feel like that's so, more of a battle royale thing. Yeah, like, uh, because you need winners yeah. like, at one point. Yeah, so, so it's like rewarding risk. Yeah. Like you need you go into like high loot zones, but there's yeah. a higher risk that there's more people there. Yeah. So But like if you yeah. go in a high loot zone, you're gonna like that's when thirty people or something die yeah. in like the first minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just, you just see it happen and it, like yeah. So if you if you're not that good and you do that, you die instantly. Every yeah. single game you're gonna play. So <laughs> Yeah, you can play like the patient way where it's like you're yeah more in the shadows, you're waiting for your chance that's how to maybe I play, yeah. yeah. To, to pick up like some some good loot and stuff or you can just jump in yeah you know if if the loading was was faster bang. i think i'd do that <laughs> yeah you can just go bang and then <laughs> die or bang, 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 and then you can keep the, going the, the devil yeah. Yeah. but it's that's the thing like, you're going to plug as many devil triggers as you can today. <laughs> With reason, by the way. So, totally so, so, justified. So, so, somewhat. Because you don't want to... <laughs> but basically, you, you don't want to like run for three minutes and then get shot. And the loading's three minutes. Yeah, that would like, be terrible. That that happens to a lot of low-tier players like me, right? With these mm-hmm. games. So um, there has to be like some way to, 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 to fix... And I think it's just going to be eventually loading times will mm-hmm. disappear. Or, By the or way, games will just get prettier be and prettier. And, yeah. Yeah. By the way, pro tip that I saw in Twitch players in Apex Legends, you know, when you get to a box full of loot and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I won't call it loot boxes because it's not randomized loot. Yeah. Strafe! While looting it, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to move constantly because you're gonna get shot. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff in those boxes, yeah. and to shift through them and see uh, which one's the good one, which one am I actually gonna wear, you could get shot in the face. So, so don't another, forget the strafe, boys and girls. Another thing I do because I suck at shooting uh, in this game, particularly, is I'll play the healer. Mm. Ah, and it's, and it's a yeah. lot more fun because be uh, supportive. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I get my points that way basically because I'm just healing everybody. It's like mm-hmm. uh, that's what I did in in the later battlefields too because it's too big, so Meta you just class, get sniped yeah. everywhere. So mm-hmm. yeah. mm. it's a different type of gameplay, but yeah. Oh well, that's, that's a cool. good you idea. Can, yeah, you can choose your playstyle. Yeah, that's nice. Also, uh, Apex, fifty million players now. <laughs> 50 million players. <laughs> hey, CEA, this is what happens when you butt out of the development. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's working. It's They could also say on. it's proof that single-player games don't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Oh, right? no. Twist the data, too. Yeah, data says mm-hmm. whatever you want it to yeah, say. It's interpretation yeah. at that point, yeah. Yeah. But, Do you uh, think that they're going to continue through that route of uh, only multiplayer, games as a service, etc.? I'm fine with EA doing that. Yeah, know. well, there's going to be other studios that won't be doing that. Yeah. I think, yeah. But, but it could be nice if like Apex became this like sport thing mm-hmm. that they improve upon every year. I'd, I'd see them mm-hmm. go that route, if anything, especially have, EA. That'd be yeah. a good... Yeah, they have like seasons and yeah. stuff like that, so... Yeah. I find it interesting that uh, they did 
a really interesting game industry um, experiment by releasing Anthem almost at the same time as Apex Legends to see how it fares with each other and see how Anthem has <laughs> fallen from grace so oh, fast. Mm. Now everyone sees it seems. It's, yeah. it's, I, it's, not, it's not bad, right? But <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not good either. That's the problem. <laughs> like in the past it's weeks, pretty. There were two stories where one is like, for some PS4 players, like the game would brick their PS4s. Absolutely, yeah. that's what uh, I want to bring that up. Yeah. And before before anyone decides to complain, like the, what it does is it crashes it, but like mm-hmm. hard crash to the point where you you need to unplug and replug it. And mm-hmm. it does that thing where it goes like a, like a power outage happens when your your PS4 was open. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, okay, so, I see. So yeah. the the action itself does not brick your PS4. Okay, it's not a brick. But yeah. But that's what might break it. So, okay. <laughs> you know, like mm. it. Uh, and, and so some people have break their PS4s because of Anthem. Mm-hmm. It, it brings a really interesting uh, like uh, question. I was listening to uh, Super Bunny Hop the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, his podcast. There are other people in there. I'm sorry. I don't remember their names. <laughs> Probably as important. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. they're not paying for it. So uh, <laughs> basically, uh, they were talking about like, where, like, do you, if a game bricks your PS4, mm-hmm. how accountable are they for this? Should they refund you your mm. PS4 or a game? Or like, like, you know that this bug is there. Mm-hmm. Yes, like QA, you can't find everything. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Sony's fault because they're selling the game knowing that it may break your your hardware? Is yeah. it your fault because you're you're in well, you might be uninformed about it. So, mm-hmm. is it your fault for buying the game? Like it's it's breaking a a few like hundred dollars. I think that this wholly depends on not only the long ass terms of service that you need to sign in order oh, no, to no 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 I know I mean yeah. morally yeah morally yeah, oh okay <laughs> where does the responsibility fall like, yeah because yeah. um, <coughs> the, the, the counter argument that they made was like well if you download something on your computer and it gives you the blue screen forever it's your fault like Windows like Microsoft's not going to pay for that mm-hmm. but in this case, it's on the PlayStation shore, a shop, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's on the store, store. Um, and and Anthem are like the the developers are aware that like it'll kill your machine mm-hmm. in in very rare instances. And basically, what the to me, not pulling the game or fixing that thing or figuring it out because now they know that it's there, so like you can track it down. And not making that a priority is basically saying, well, that 1% of people who bought our game, fuck them. Has that that been fixed since? No, it hasn't. And I get it. It's like a hard thing. Mm -hmm. But Well, first of all, the PS4 hardware, I think, should be stable enough in order to take whatever that runs on it Mm -hmm. to start with. Yeah, but, you know... When you test, like yeah. you can't, you, you're gonna test. Yeah. You, you're already testing like with multiple kits plugged in one thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's not supposed to happen. 
Like, it, like it, there's no way. Like. And the thing is, like, you don't, like, you can develop a PS4, but you can't take into account all the games that are going to be developed on it. It's the developer's mm. responsibility to the know what the hardware is. voltage is different is. in yeah. different areas. So like. I feel like it's that it should be that way because... And it's the like first Sony one in seven years, that, right? Yeah, it's, like, the seven, it's the first game that does this. Or at least that we know that, of. That because, I know of, because but there's I, can, enough I can't say, yeah. buyers yeah. for it to happen, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, like... There's enough attention yeah, yeah. towards that game. But that's really unfortunate, and I don't think that's going to help the game. The game sales, the game's Man, reception. I'm not, I'm not well, yeah. like, buying that game at my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are thinking the same way as you. Mm-hmm. Actually, I saw in, in social media that a lot of people, they, 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 they can't afford to buy another PS4, cannot, yeah. so... I cannot. On the very off chance, even if it happens like a 0.01% of people, just the very real possibility that it might, might, might happen just brews the paranoia. Yeah. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. And you said the developers, right, Rita? Yeah. The developers should be uh, responsible morally? No, 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 I'm not, no, not morally necessarily, but mm-hmm. just... If you look at like the order of how like the hardware is made, if you think about the PS4, it's the developers have to know basically what are the PS4's capabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, game. It's, it's like, the, like Sony, while developing the PS4, can't think of games that are going to be made on it eight years in the future. Like, no, no, no. But like, but my thing is that mm-hmm. Sony is allowing the game to be. Bought. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's like. Is there a deal somewhere in there, or do they just like think about like oh? I think well, it's the, unprecedented. Like, the, the, so they don't yeah. know what they're gonna do with yeah, it. Yeah, like oh, the percentage is so low that it's yeah. like we don't want to get involved because that's how There's gonna be think. sales still. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there is that to consider, and I don't think there's an easy answer for this, but there's definitely like a like there is a moral decision to be made here yeah. where it's like. And like as a consumer, like, yeah. don't buy in <laughs> at this point. I mean, yeah. there was an yeah. actual thread on Reddit well, you to someone have that bought it. If you were gonna buy it, I don't think it's gonna sell much more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think everyone's waiting, especially for it to be with better or. Well, it has a roadmap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It has promises, and there was an actual Reddit thread of someone that got bricked because of it. It happened, mm-hmm. and they tried to call customer service to get reimbursement. Mm-hmm. He wasn't very, he wasn't the super outraged, angry kind. Yeah, yeah. He really kept a cool head about it. Mm-hmm. Tried to talk with Sony about it, mm-hmm. wouldn't reimburse, and didn't know what to do. Uh, so, unfortunately, in reality, they won't take responsibility. That at least Sony won't. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know morally, but I know that legally, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. Sony won't take responsibility. Because they can't prove, either, bo- both can't prove that, like, there wasn't a power outage or something. Yeah. It yeah. Becomes a case, it, it, com- it becomes a case-by-case situations in a certain way. And you know, like, yeah. customer service, how it is. Yeah. They just answer to whatever's written on there, like, what they, what they have to say. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm, so they're not going to reimburse it until it gets to, like, a president of... Well, yeah, they won't go beyond. Yeah. yeah, unless if it's like a social media fiasco, and then they're like, "Oh, look how wonderful we are! Uh, we've got this uh, new statement on our website saying if that happens to you, we'll take care of it." 
right? Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just silence you. <laughs> Try to avoid this, yeah. Yeah. And uh, other than that, uh, the way that I entertained myself... And this past week, I've I've started watching anime again yeah, <laughs> with one too. of my friends. And uh, uh, one of the anime that I was watching was Domestic Girlfriend. It's a harem anime. Oh, no. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like really trash anime sometimes. It's very hilarious sometimes to, to follow them and to see how, how merciless they are with the different tropes and the and how they handle drama. This one's a drama, okay, with borderline etchy elements, mm-hmm. borderline uh, you know like anime titties elements. You know, yeah. uh, main character is loved by everyone. You know, he's he's a he's a Mary Sue, but uh, what's the equivalent of Mary Sue? But Gary Stu. G- yes, he's an absolute Gary Stu. I fucking hate his guts. Okay, <laughs> he's uninteresting. He's a, he doesn't have that much of a backbone. He looks worried all the time. I don't get why it's, everyone it's, likes it's him. Like real life, you just show up and everyone likes you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a real life <laughs> fantasy. You're sure. just there, and everyone's fawning over you. Like, oh, you exist. Oh, oh, so. So handsome, so normal. It's not disillusion at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's not disillusionment at all. And uh, yeah, it's (laughs) I'm actually enjoying it. It's really, really like typical drama. Like, oh, you're now, you're now stepsisters, or like, oh, oh shit, oh, I live with you now. Oh, I'm getting a divorce. Oh, I'm sabotaging your relationship, but it's really fun to watch with the right people. Hmm. And uh, we, we, me and my friend, we liked it so much. We started reading the manga and everything afterwards. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really like junk food, honestly, yeah. super junk food. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> <laughs> Unless if you specifically yeah. like trash anime, like I do. Yeah, I see it. But it, I, I'm wondering, it's called Domestic Girlfriend? What's the domestic part? Uh, in this? Should I know? Do I want to know? Uh, it's it's uh, the domestic part is that, well, no, they're no, a family. <laughs> he, he basically lives with, with uh, her... The main character's mom remarries, and uh, two people that he was actively pursuing actually become the, his I'm, legal I'm sorry, stepsister. Sorry, sorry we're, I'm hearing we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we checked out. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming to three Canadian thoughts. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> this is a short episode, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 <laughs> apparently quite popular. They call it the Dome Kano in, okay. uh, <laughs> in okay. Japan. Okay. And uh, I'm um, I'm gonna continue watching a trash anime for a while. I want to to watch an old anime called uh, Vice Cruise. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like the characters from Gundam Wing, okay. but with various states of undress and half homoerotic overtones in the whole show. It's it's really like the kind of show that was kind of a, a voice actor vehicle in Japan. Oh. Like the voice actors are really full of themselves and wanted just an anime to show off and be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And they started like solo careers after, like singing and 
pretending that they're 20 year olds but in reality yeah. they're 40 yeah. you so know like gravitation yes mm-hmm. exactly in the same vein as gravitation you understand <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and i I have the perfect friend to enjoy this with. Cool. She even translates songs for me nice. and everything. It's it's wonderful. And if she she if she uh, listens to this podcast like she always does, hi Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's amazing. And uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dive <laughs> headfirst into that trash bin, and I love it. <laughs> Basically, that's how I entertained myself in the past week, cool. and I, I want to. Uh, uh, I wanted to make time for more Tetris, but I fiddle around my computer way too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tetris is gonna be around forever. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's my Tetris ha- ages take. well, yeah. generally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a, it might become, I feel pretty sometimes it'll become a sphere, sometimes it'll be, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, try different stuff, cube. but you can always go back to like the basics and yeah. like have a good time. I want to try the online, like the browser game. Oh, the yeah. Tetris, uh, how do you call it? Uh, yeah. French. I don't know. Like it's but, unofficial. Oh, it's unofficial. Okay. I don't want to try the new, t- yeah, I'm going to go with 99. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was official. Mm. Oh, well, I think there is an official one, but the best one is the unofficial one, <laughs> actually. Really? Huh. I, I don't remember its usually name. they fail like a bunch of different things. Yeah, I want to try out the Tetris dating game. Oh, what? Yeah. You, you, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that exists. But oh, I shit. Like, <laughs> they must. There's the square. There's no, the L shape is the best. Oh, he fits L-shape, everywhere. best boy. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer his. Uh, I prefer his twin. Someone has to do this now. Yeah, it's he on. has like a sis, twin sister. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like pa- parallel. Oh, they're, they're like, like the, Siamese twins. The, the Z shape is like its rival. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Mario to the Mario. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Texas dating sim. Mr. Rita. Yeah. I wonder who you play in that. Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the straight line because everybody loves the straight line. No, 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 you're just you're just <laughs> no, no, a regular they, person that showed up. I everyone likes you, just like in real life. I thought it was like he played the, this like uh, Russian guy in a gulag or something. That's for the sequel. <laughs> Mr. Rita, Mr. Rita, how have you entertained yourself in the past week? Did you bang? bang. <laughs> <laughs> you bang, bang, that devil trigger now, didn't you? The what? Uh, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> what Don't you, you play coy with me. Don't you play coy. Um... Uh, in the past few weeks, um, a bunch of stuff <laughs> happened. First thing I did was, uh, I st- remember I was talking about Devotion? Oh, the yeah. Candle. I mm. took the time to finish it. And that was a game worth finishing. You're was, still alive. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I made it through. Um, strong recommend after finishing it. I think I liked the tension more. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mm. think so. Uh, just because it was, I think it was the novelty of it and also the tension... Like we've mentioned, has like a like a historical and political context to it. Uh, Devotion is a much more personal story, and it's also much more like um, invested in uh, 
basically in like a Taiwanese Buddhist ascetic religion. Mm. That's a huge part of it, and I don't know much of it, but I got like some hints, like while playing the game. So it was really cool. I recommend it. I oh, can't yeah. say much more about it though without spoiling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I plan to play them. Um, so the ending was satisfying after all. With the lights on. It was worth it. I wouldn't say satisfying. Ooh. It's still a horror game. Um, but it's 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 tough and it's still um to it's a beautifully crafted game. Is there Let's something say. wrong with the family? <laughs> 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> That's um, not much I of a spoiler. It's so freaking yeah. lootly. It's, but, it's, okay, yeah. Cuz I I I feared that it was just a game where things would be tense but there isn't anything no the it's, it's uh, the yeah the tension comes from uncovering how the family relates to each other what everybody yeah. did to each other in okay. a certain way and that's why like it's much more of a personal story it's a family history mm. rather than like uh like a situational history um like but because yeah it mm. just it also it, it gives me that sense of, like, Yodorovsky's Dune, because it makes me think also of, like, how P.T. could have been if it was a full oh, game. Okay, because okay. we never got, like, the full P.T. or Silent yeah. Hills experience. Yeah. So it made me think, like, if that game, like, if we lived in a timeline where that yeah. existed, it gives me a, a sense of, like, what could have been. Okay. You know, how today, like, since Yodorovsky's Dune well, was he- made, you get, like, Alien, you get Star Wars, you get, like... A bunch of other Blade like, Runner. You get Blade Runner. You get a bunch of other movies where like all those okay. ideas trickle down into, but aren't really like the original you get vision. Mobius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like the, the, yeah, the Mobius comics and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm glad that movie doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can't do anything about it anyways. Like it's. Yeah. But this is an example of how like that general idea that never got accomplished trickled down into another game, and it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, well, you got that. You got Resident Evil Seven, even though like it's not one one the same thing. Yeah, like, it comes because of that, right? Yeah, I think so too. You got yeah, I think it's, so. It's, you could it's, say it's, like the Capcom revival is because PT didn't get made. Ooh, uh, yeah, I say, I say that. Well, the thing is, huh? I feel like there's that, but we can't know. Like we don't. No, of course, like, yeah. we can't know. But I think it's cool that it, it's even though parallels. it wasn't made. There's still it still had an influence on yeah. everything that came after it wasn't made, and yeah. that's good. I'm really glad the Capcom revival is 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 happening. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I think, I think they're just they were just taking their time. Mm. And I feel like my, my sense from what I've seen uh, Rita play uh, Devil May Cry is that they never stopped. Like this is really just Devil May Cry Five. Like, if it was released 10 years, or whatever, 13 years ago, when mm-hmm. four, right after 4, yeah. it would have been that game. Like, maybe not as self-aware, maybe not as pretty, but, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's just, it's the same people, and they were just like, okay, come on, give us Devil May Cry 5. Come on, yeah. come on, come on. <laughs> like, the, yeah, they, they, they took their time. It doesn't feel like a remake. <clears throat> they, they, well, right, like, in 2019... Capcom is coming out with a bang. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, they just really need to announce uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 or something. Well, there's the um, uh, animated show. I hope that maybe is an indication that there's something coming, but it seems to be based on the story of the first game. Yeah, it might encourage people to play the game as well. Yeah, it's on everything, so... Yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, Devotion, that was finished. Uh, Other than that... um, I entertained myself in multiple ways. Um, one of the other things we did, uh, there was a big movie release mm. uh, in the past few weeks, was uh, Captain Marvel. Absolutely! Yes! <laughs> you saw it? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I you wanted to hear yeah. your impressions! I'm proud of you! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we were looking forward to it, so... Um, passing you the ball, like Captain Marvel. We went to see it together. <laughs> Fine. Uh, it was... Uh, was a good experience to be honest but uh there's um i'm gonna start with the complaints yeah Uh oh and they're gonna sound really bad so (laughs) whatever but um (laughs) there's a bit too much catering in the Mm -hmm. movie like there's a like it's it's pushing it's uh you know she has like uh she 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 helps like black people and like like it's it it's always like I don't know. There's a bit too much of the. Uh, this movie is for you. I yeah. It's hard for me to explain. Like um, diversity, like purpose. I love. I I like. It doesn't. It didn't feel as genuine as with something like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It felt like they were pushing the message a bit too much. What message? Uh, um, sort well, of political. <laughs> <laughs> like. I think I know what you mean. Like you know, they, there's a like a, there's the the there's the war message as well. Like there's a like the the terrorism thing. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> 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 but, but basically, like there's this this America message, mm-hmm. and it I I think it wasn't just it it wasn't subtle enough. Maybe mm-hmm. okay. it was just in your face. It was too on the nose. Like, it was presented to you, like... It it didn't feel super implemented in the story. It just felt like it was there. Okay. It was just shoved in. And they're all all messages that I agree with, and Mm -hmm. that, like, it it, it, it felt like it was patting me on the back, basically. Do you think it was a pacing issue? Like, a pacing issue, or...? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, I feel like, for me, that, that criticism would be more into, like... Uh, I like what it does, but it, it 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 does like so much in so little time. Yeah, it's got a lot on its plate. Like it's trying to juggle multiple stories, a backstory, and then uh-huh, yeah. uh, there's like because I would have loved growth with her uh, her friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first thing I mentioned earlier, I don't want to get into too many spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, she she has a friend uh, mm-hmm. from her past. And you barely see their relationship. You get it, you know? You know what mm. their relationship was. But uh, it felt like just shoved in. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's a pacing mm-hmm. issue. It, it felt like there was too much. Yeah. Mm. I but, understand that. And it so, was... so all of those messages... Because if I say what it is, I'm spoiling every yeah. time. <laughs> so um, they're really like... Sometimes they have to do the thing where, which they did with like Battle Angel Lolita, mm-hmm. whereas like somebody asks a question and the, the secondary character goes blah, 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 and explains mm-hmm. like what the situation is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Overexposure? 
Yes, yeah. that's that's the, the exposition. The term. Yeah. Exposition is a, too too much there for like its messages or its uh, yeah. It does it's, it's, it does slow down in the second act because of that. I feel like it needs to set itself up for like future movies and for people who haven't seen like the other like Marvel movies. Yeah, which yeah. So, but but that said, like. Mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite one. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah Your I favorite my, Marvel I think, movie? I think it's my favorite Marvel movie. Wow. Um, On top of Infinity War? Uh, yeah, definitely. I didn't... Yeah, I <laughs> I kind of like Infinity War. I like it for what it is. I have trouble calling it a movie. Yeah, it's uh, a sort of compilation of the end of a bunch of movies, well, right? That's what you said earlier, like the serialized uh, thing. Yeah, well, this Infinity War just feels like the most comic book a movie has ever been. Like, yeah. it, it, it starts and it's like, it doesn't try to put you into, like, it doesn't try to contextualize what is happening. It expects that you've read the other comics, that you've watched the other films. It ends on a cliffhanger. Uh, mm-hmm. See you in the next comic. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Like, kinda, it kind of does that, whereas Captain Marvel is another, like, we've been there before kind of origin story of, like, yeah, a new if, hero. So if, if you're tired of origin stories, you're not going to enjoy it, for sure. I think you can still enjoy it, but you know, you know the drill. Yeah. That's mostly, like, the thing. It's, like, there's some things to expect. Um, I have to say, like, we kind of mentioned that, like, my, um, my peeves about the movie, like, the second act kind of slows down where it takes mm. the time to expose itself. And uh, it does the thing where Captain Marvel starts off as Captain Marvel and discovers that she's Carol. Yeah. Rather than, like, it's like a reverse origin story. Ah, like she okay. As, like, the space hero and then uncovers and discovers her yeah. humanity. That's you- a nice... Uh- a so nice way to flip if, it. If it was a TV show, at, mm-hmm. at the point where I felt like it was going slow, or like you felt like it was going slow, and like the messages don't connect with me, um, in a TV show, there would have been a whole episode of like wh- what her past was like. Mm-hmm. There would have been a whole hour, like a whole hour of like just her time with her best friend slash girlfriend maybe you know it's never explained Mm -hmm. and uh like you know her past life and what she did now you just get like glimpses and you have to which is fine like it's fine that you you get it and you don't need to to see it to get Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. but i just wanted a bit more of that like well it's kind of sparsed out through the movie human you know it was just like oh she did that like it, it was it felt like i was reading a history book on her maybe Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just facts that were presented to you in a neutral way. Huh. But that might be just because it's in the middle of like the craziest action scenes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, if I like, I took some notes like after seeing the film, I thought about it, and I like, I really love that movie. I think it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's a really fun film. Uh, again, it's just it's. Honestly, one of the things I, I'd have to say, it's just better Thor 1. You know the first Thor film? Yes. You know how like Thor is like this super being that comes to Earth? Oh, and yeah. And he's kind of like... Okay. Out removed. of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, removed from his powers and just like learning human society and just what's what's good about humanity, kind of. Yeah. He doesn't really discover his humanity, but he be- discovers what it is to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but... That movie also has a pacing issue where most of the Thor movie is Thor not being Thor or Thor acting like Thor without his powers. 
Yeah. So just like a comedy in Arizona with this weird... (laughs) (laughs) With this... Yeah. Yeah. Like, this weird person. This, like, at least has a little bit of, like, spy action. It kind of indulges in, like, the the 90s setting. Uh, It has some really nice cameos in it, too. It's got so much going on. It starts, like, an action game... Like uh, there, like there's a SWAT team type thing going mm-hmm. on. Um, then it drops in the '90s. Then it goes like there's there's just so much going on. It's crazy. I heard that the soundtrack purposely uh, features um, just '90s music and female artists too. Yeah, it's '90s music. It also has like a very um, early Mass Effect vibe to it when it's like yeah, doing the the, the, yeah. the space shit with like the synth music yeah. going on so uh the soundtrack was really good um was fun like i felt like it tried to juggle a lot of things because uh she needs to be like captain marvel needs to be introduced before she appears in endgame yes absolutely i feel like there was a she's the last player of there, yeah, it, yeah it feels like there's that rush but other than that i think like it's way better than the first thor film it's one of the strongest like um uh, origin stories. Well, I, I just said I, it's I, my favorite, so to yeah. me it's the strongest one. <laughs> like, I really like what they did with the flashbacks, and there's, like, um, sometimes montage or effects when she's remembering stuff. I don't... Like, without going into details, mm-hmm. without spoiling, Yeah. the early movie, like, she's kind of, like, recalling memories, and they do really cool stuff with that. I yeah. love it when, like, Marvel gets, like, trippy yeah. with stuff like that, like they do, like, in Doctor Strange, oh, when he, like, uh, just like, has his, that. like like his first enlightenment and he's just like you know blasting through galaxies and shit i the, those were my favorite parts in any marvel movie that's, that's absolutely the, you know how like oh stanley is revered but that's like the jack kirby yeah it's definitely it's kirby. the jack kirby moments of like space insanity magic stuff happening at all like at all times and I like that when that happens in Ant-Man and Doctor Strange. Spider-Verse. Uh, uh, yeah, in the Spider-Verse, yes. they even have, like, yeah, the the, the, the Kirby kind of, like, weird effects going on. I hope um, they, they, they learn that because the next Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. is with um, Fish Tank. What's this? Mysterio? Yeah. Mysterio. Oh, okay. Yeah, far from home. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, no, they, it's they, could, be they could go wild with that. They I should go wild do. with that. Yeah, yeah. So far, they they seem like they know what they're doing. So, like they went really wild with uh, Scarecrow in the original Arkham uh, Arkham um, Origin. No, not Origins. Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Yes, mm-hmm. that yeah. was great. That was yeah. a great gameplay moment, and oh, yeah. it was it, it was also very meta. You can use your map or anything like that. You mm-hmm. had to. Anyway, I won't spoil it too much, yeah. even if it's like ten years old. Yeah, that's that's something we could like definitely go like yeah. deeper into. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, yeah. I think, is as I said, like it's up there. It's you know, there's this one, mm-hmm. there's Black Panther, and to me personally, Spider Man because they they just made Peter Parker into Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Winter Soldier, like. Everybody says it's like it's very Metal Gear. That's that's the thing. That's it's like I like it because metal it's Metal Gear. Gear you know, yeah, it's, it's very Metal Gear, I, it's, but it's too American. But it's it's like, one, it's it's one of the movies that I like yeah. that um, doesn't do the thing where it ends with like um, you know a villain shows up and needs to disappear by the end of the movie. Yeah, but that's, there's the, there's this thing though where like 
for some reason that movie suspended my dislike you know I, I just I couldn't get involved with it the like Winter it, Soldier? Yeah. Okay. We'll, it's, it's we'll talk about like, it eventually. I feel yeah. like I just want to get through. Like Captain <laughs> yeah. Marvel, we're going on tangents <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like left and right. And it's like, I want to give her like the, the, yeah. the time, like the the attention and like just how much I I, I really enjoy that movie. Like, um, mm-hmm. I just feel like people have been criticize, criticizing like Brie Larson a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like they don't know the character <laughs> as well. Like it's yeah. the... It's inspired by the Kelly Sue DeConnick run. Yeah, which and is like that. That was my introduction to that character. Yeah, me too. Okay. Like, yeah. well, actually, it, there was also like the the X Men '90s cartoon where she's wow. there and like Rogue gets her power from her. And oh wow! Really? Ooh. Yeah. And there's like there's, there's whole like side stories about like Captain Marvel. And, you know, comics are so vast and there's so many stories going on, but uh, it's based on the Kelly Sue DeConnick run and. That's kind of what her character is. Like, she's she's approachable. She's kind of likable. But she's also, like, fierce and doesn't take shit. Yeah. That's that's the point. Like, and I feel like it might be, like, um, it might be different from, let's say, like, Wonder Woman or, like, other characters where it's, like, Wonder Woman is endearing because she's also discovering what humanity is from, like, innocent eyes. Yeah. And uh, Captain Marvel isn't, like... She's discovering her own humanity, but her eyes aren't innocent or like she she's not taking shit. Like she's not being like, oh, well, I have to please people in mm-hmm. order to find my place. It's like, no, like if you push me aside, I will crush you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she has like and because of that, like people I've seen people describe her as cocky. Mm-hmm. But like that's something I describe to like Iron Man or something, because mm-hmm. he doesn't deserve his cockiness. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does. Yeah, like she reminds me of like you know when you meet a person and you don't want to waste their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> you're just like I'm not worthy like, of this. She person. has much more like, going on. Yeah. She has much more going much on more, than like yeah. nothing I will say will be important to this person. <laughs> <laughs> that's the feeling yeah. that that she brings. Like. She has the best presence mm-hmm. that you'll ever see on screen, I think. Yeah, and there's that whole recurrent tone throughout the movie where it's like characters keep telling her that it's like, oh, she can't control her power. Like, she's too weak to be using yeah. it freely and stuff. And then eventually she just understands that, no, it's just people are afraid of her power and they're downplaying her importance and her capability to use like her Marvel powers uh, yeah. and she's she owns it and she makes it her own and she doesn't take it as like oh yeah, yeah like because I've been told constantly that like I shouldn't be doing this that I should be like nice to people in general she knows her own value basically and that's hmm. that's that's the, the the end game of the movie right that's not like that's not how it, <laughs> it sorry not <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's the journey of the movie basically oh that's yeah. the arc yeah. yeah that's her that's her arc yeah, I love it. That and, like, her getting her memories and stuff. So, yeah, she but discovers that, like, yeah. she is powerful and she doesn't need anyone to tell her how to use her power. Yeah. It's her power. Um, uh, I really liked how the third act goes and the action scenes in the third act, like, especially when it goes, like, into, like... All the budget was there. <laughs> yeah, well, it does feel like the budget was there. Uh, how, like, it... Guys, it 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 goes to space. Like, at some point in the third act, like, oh, stuff happens yeah. in space. It starts in space, and it ends in space. And it yeah. just, personally, I love those, like, crazy, like, super, like, 
power moments. Yeah. And I was thinking about it recently, and I was like, you know how like I saw the the, the Broly movie recently, yeah. the Dragon yes. Ball, and I was like. There's not a lot of, like, female characters that are given, like, that Dragon Ball level slash Superman level of powers without being turned into villains. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Like, huh. Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, yeah. We saw, like, the Dark Phoenix trailer before the film. And I was yeah. like... That's a and, complete and, yeah, polar opposite of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that movie just, like, in the third act, she just, like, you know, fully unleashes, like, Dragon Ball style. Just, yeah. That's why, that's why I really just dislike a, Dark Phoenix. I mean... It's the whole like, oh yeah, your your powers uh, were well, you can't control them. Oh, no, evil. No, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't see. That's why you should never have power. Yeah. Yeah. And, how and, not to explain morality? Yeah, it's like and, okay. And yeah. And, and coming out right after like uh, Captain Marvel, which is about owning your power, and it's it's like women empowerment and it doesn't belong to anyone else. Like yeah, but that's the thing. Like yeah. the, that the other one going like. With the plot line of the the seventies or eighties, and she just, should know she has that much power. Yeah, it's really fucking weird to release and by Brian Singer too. Ooh, you know, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah, and uh, yeah, that third act and just that the action in those moments it just feels like so awesome. It's like yeah, you go, you do mm-hmm. it, like yeah, uh, it's so <laughs> yeah. You're sitting in your seat, like yeah, go. It's it's the whole like you know how Man of Steel when mm-hmm. it came out. It was like, oh, this is Space Jesus. <laughs> and, yes, yeah. and, absolutely. And I did hear that. It's a huge disconnect from what Superman is supposed to be and mm-hmm. what he represents as a character, like the reason he exists in comics at all. Mm-hmm. And Captain Marvel just does a much better job of being Superman, basically, or like what he used to represent. Mm-hmm. In uh, in culture, com- yeah, and comics in, at the time, yeah. yeah, like she she is like the coolest character basically like, at this point automatically mm-hmm. like so, just just because of how they set her up and yeah like, yeah it's just so you're saying yeah. that Marvel did their own Superman better than DC DC has lost its way with Superman for yeah. a long time now because when's the last yeah they, they they mishandled that and I think they gave it to the wrong director Zack Snyder. I, I wasn't. Zack Snyder so does weird. good stories about like weak people. Yeah, and that's that's not Superman. And broken people. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman is probably the the DC movie that I like the most, to be honest. But again, going yeah. on a tangent, uh, I just want to finish Captain Sorry. Marvel, Goose, the oh. cat, superstar, Goose the cat. Yeah, I like the, cat. <laughs> the cat was fantastic in that movie. That's a great cat. <laughs> I was just watching the movie and I was thinking, bang, I love that character. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were talking about characters, uh, like Goose. Uh, every single character has enough screen time mm-hmm. and is compelling and is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, except, like, Jude Law. But, like, oh, um, major deaths. Yeah, well, they get, they get like, because Judla appears at the beginning and then like he's in space with her and, mm-hmm. and then like she goes to, to Earth so he's not really around but um, like uh, Nick Fury in oh, this yeah, movie oh yeah yeah he's well he, he used to be a caricature right 
like he wasn't really a character in the yeah, yeah, yeah it was so. Samuel yeah. <laughs> it was just Samuel L. Jackson he just gets, being Samuel he gets enough screen time and enough story like yeah, well he is he's a lot of himself, he is right? a lot still, of the comedy in that movie whereas he's kind of like played straight in the other Marvel movies he's like I'm Nick Fury I'm the serious leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. yeah, yeah. and like He's back to like Samuel L. Jackson from the 90s where he was more of a comedy guy. Yeah. And that's how he is in that movie. Yeah. Like he's really good. He really plays like it's like a it nearly feels like a buddy cop film at moments. Him yeah, no, with Agent the, Larson? No, him with uh, uh, yeah, him with uh, basically Carol. Yeah. yeah. I have a question though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CG that they use in order to make him look younger. Is it believable the whole way throughout? Yes. I didn't even know there was CG. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you, you forget it. No, for real, I didn't yeah. know. Like, yeah. uh, and I thought he just had a bit of makeup and, yeah. and color in his hair. It, it, like, it's it's a mix of both, but they're de-aging technology. Yeah. Uh, they do it also with uh, Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah. They yeah. did it on him, too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh-huh. just, it, uh, with him, it shows. Yeah. 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 It's a bit more obvious, I think, yeah. but... Uh, well, budget is into the main well character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so, and then there's also, what's the other character that's there? It's I forget his name, but Ben Ben uh, Mendelsohn. Uh, he, he's in the movie. Plays and uh, cool. like the the main antagonist. Yeah, uh, and um, which is a uh, like a like the space alien scroll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talos. Yeah, and he's really really nice, like uh, as a villain. Like, uh, he's just he he's been villains through his whole career, <laughs> and he does them so well. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's fun. And I think Marvel just got like Marvel understands how to do ensemble casts, like ensemble casts, like way more uh, than usual. Like since yeah. the Avengers, like a lot of the movies sometimes know that like characters can't necessarily like carry a movie on their own so they yeah. have like side characters that are compelling enough and mm-hmm. add more uh, to the movie than just having like just having Carol Carol or Captain Marvel by herself like you mentioned earlier the the uh, her best friend uh, Maria yeah. Rambo like she's a really good like character yeah and she's like, I just wish she was there a bit more <laughs> like that's my that mm-hmm. was my because compl- yeah. there, there's so much space taken from all the other characters they have to share yeah. the screen time yeah I really wanted them to like grow that arc a bit more but then it would have been a three hour movie so yeah yeah maybe they, <laughs> maybe for the sequels or anything but uh, otherwise strong recommend yeah and uh, I don't think we need to say that because the movie's doing well oh, it's at the box office it's, it's like the biggest release better like, since, than every yeah. other Marvel movie except, except Infinity, Infinity War, War. yeah mm-hmm. it, yeah well it sounds like it deserves yeah. it holy yeah. shit I'm I'm glad that um, came out with a bang. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> We're six on the uh, on the bang counter so far in this in this episode. So yeah, <laughs> it's rare that I go see movies multiple times. Uh, uh, it's gonna be like a Star Wars or something, or Spider Verse. Like it's becoming more frequent where I just I'm having a blast in theaters, and I think I'm gonna go see it again. I was thinking mm-hmm. of going to see Alita again, but I'm not gonna go see Alita. I'm gonna go see Marvel again. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even the even better recommendation than Alita. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. It was pretty pretty darn recommended. It's very beautiful. It's good. Yeah. They're both good movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's they're both, both good movies. That's it. 
Yeah, we're uh, lucky this year, I think. Mm-hmm. We're super spoiled nowadays in entertainment. Yeah. This is why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, I just want to say it a third time. I don't think it, there's any other better Marvel movie out. So like it's Captain safe. Marvel is mm-hmm. like the, the top one, I'd say. And that's considering uh, literally 20 other movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is pretty incredible. I, I like, I prefer Spider-Verse, but it's not a Marvel movie. It's not an MCU. Yeah. It's a yeah. Sony. Yeah, yeah. It's a Sony um, movie. Talking about that, like, uh, uh, I've started rewatching the whole MCU movies. Oh, yeah? For Endgame. <laughs> That's, like, a stupid idea, but uh, I want to get through it. So this is going to be cool to rewatch the movies with, like, knowing everything that happens afterwards and seeing how much, like, they call back to it. And also, like, Endgame is coming out next month. Yeah, April, like, 26th. Yeah. What? Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, Already? Like, yeah, there was a, well... There was a trailer that came out like in the past weeks. Yeah. And it just, oh, like people are already like looking at it and like thinking about like already like trying to think about like what's going to happen in the movie and everything. Um, yeah. I'm not going to go into it too much. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm going to go see it when it comes out. But I really want to go through like the whole, the whole saga basically of all the movies that were released before seeing Endgame just to see how much they call back to. Mm-hmm the whole like 11 years of MCU movies. Yeah. It's uh it's weird because Endgame um is probably going to go like in a very action oriented uh place maybe. And like I feel like there's going to be a like maybe a 5 minutes about like what like the world is with half of its people. But it's the gonna trailer be doesn't give off that. The trailer makes it like the most dramatic thing. I know. That, and that's what <laughs> that's, I want, but I don't yeah. think that's what we're going to get. But I think that's cool too, because it doesn't spoil. Yeah. Like, you know how like some trailers... That's why I think it, yeah. they're doing that, though. Yeah. They're doing that to not spoil what's going to happen. Yeah. But... Yeah. Well, I, I, I like those fake-outs in trailers. Like, they did that for uh, Infinity War 2, where like they didn't show like... Uh, the gems on the they were the, wrong yeah, yeah, yeah they, it's they, true. Oh, there might be cop outs in there I didn't think yeah. about that like yeah. they do that so nice. people can't like uh, yeah. can't predict what's gonna happen and when the movie comes out like lines are a bit different or like the characters won't be saying the same things at the same time or not at all well I feel like that's what they tried to do with the poster thing that happened oh yeah 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 with yeah. Uh, the Nye Guerrero yeah she wasn't like in the cast and I'm just like oh yeah and her name yeah there was uh, the, the poster for Endgame came out and there's like like most of the cast is on the poster and the, her character uh, Okoye is I on think, the poster is on the poster but, but the she's... name of the actress wasn't what like included on huh? the poster and I think they, they just like they were they put her on, on the poster because at the end of the movie she's there but I don't think she's gonna be like oh uh, maybe yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah people lashed out and they corrected it yeah like they corrected it fairly quickly I think it was uh, a really bad mistake but they fixed it they fixed it fairly they quickly they didn't like send yeah. out a survey to her to like ask like, oh, no, her they, if she wants to be back on the they didn't train. try to justify they were just like yeah. whoops we yeah. fucked up <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, two weeks, man. Stuff happens. Uh, a cool game came out. Uh, it's really cool, guys. Oh, which one is it? I wonder. <laughs> it's called Devil McCry. <laughs> Devil McCry? <laughs> Devil McCry. Huh. 
Devil May Cry 5. Monster yeah. Hunter related game? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, man. It, it, it really does. So, Devil May Cry 5 came out. Um, so, that game is stupid. It's. <laughs> <laughs> First word. <laughs> stupid. Uh, it's fun. First word. It's bang. Second word. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's a video game. Bang, bang. Badass. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna kick demon ass. See, that's what all. That's what Devil May Cry always was about. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I loved about it. It was just like, let's throw pizza in the air and catch it with my teeth while while riding a zombie and hitting a jukebox at the same time. Ghost walls, (laughs) 360 spin shoot people and eating a pizza from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, While being shirtless and kind of sweaty and like, one liner. Oh yeah. It's like it's what Sonic wished. It was. <laughs> like, like Sonic wished it was as cool as like Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah it's trying really hard. It's not getting there entirely. It's but a furry, so. <laughs> but it's like it's it's absolutely irreverent. It's 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 like it's adolescent in its presentation and humor. But it's that's that's what people come for. Like that's what they want from that game. I think, but uh, it does nail its combat so well. Like it just it feels great. See, I wanted to ask, how does it compare to DMC, the best combat system of all time? Uh, <laughs> you don't think Bayonetta 2? Yeah, I think Bayonetta is a... Really? Yeah, Bayonetta 2 is, is it's the top for me. Um, it's really cool. Uh, the, the combat in this game is absolutely great because that's mostly all there is to this game. It's the combat and it you see that like most of the effort went into it. There's not much more to it. This is like a video game ass video game. It's <laughs> levels and you get loading and it's pretty straightforward and then you get at the end of the level and then you have a boss and you have a rating and you get points, then you move on, you upgrade or whatever and you move on to the next one. And the levels don't really like go into like like new mechanics depending on the level. It doesn't go into gimmicks. Like even mm-hmm. like getting your health back, there's health orbs, but some of them are just like super cheap weak ass enemies that give you back health. Like most I, of it is combat focused. I think that's my favorite quote of you so far this year. That's a video game ass video game. <laughs> it just is. Like, and it knows it is. Like I, I was talking to Pierre like before we started recording how like you know some of the earlier earlier Devil May Cry games kind of took themselves seriously but still had that goofy tone to them. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't. Like it doesn't. It's, yeah, it, I was afraid it was going to take itself seriously, but... It knows yeah. itself. Like one it, was serious. Uh, no, uh, one wasn't serious uh, much. Two was super serious. Three was back to, yeah! Oh, yeah. Four was kind of serious. No, but, it, like, it's still very serious. Like, Devil May Cry 1 and 3, they're still extremely serious. It's just that they happen to be funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, there's six, but they, it, it knows how to have fun with itself. This one is really just, it's having fun with itself. Like, it's not trying to teach you anything meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really just like, it's it's going for the spectacle and just like re- reveling in it. It's a little bit like Bayonetta. You know, Bayonetta is just like spectacle. She's fabulous. She's giving it her all and it just feels great. And it's just, it's. 
it's empowering it's, it's like the, the evolution. third act of like captain marvel it just mm. pff, go break shit yeah uh, <laughs> and uh yeah devil may cry does that too um are there elevators there are at certain points i feel like it's kind of like hidden loading in a certain way but it's never really complicated it just you know you fight in a small area you move into the next one you jump a little bit you can find like secret orbs or not yeah and then you get into like another like small area you fight you move on by the end of that game like it's not really spoilers there isn't much to it but like some of the levels are just like you can literally skip the whole level because you're just going down mm-hmm. and down and down mm-hmm. you can follow the road and like beat enemies on the way and get orbs and stuff or you can just jump down along the way and just reach the boss in like a minute and a half really Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's like it, it knows that it's like people are here for the combat, and they're gonna replay it and ignore that part. Yeah, or like they're <laughs> gonna farm their red orbs or get their oh, yeah. style, like their ratings. So the- there's replayability, like an arcade style replayability, like voluntarily, like I want a better score. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's good. Like, it bets on that. Yeah, it's like Resident mm-hmm. Evil mm-hmm. Two that they just did too. Like uh, it's also super replayable. Yeah, go back into but, the game. But it's like yeah. you said arcade style, but I think it's arcade style in the sense that like games are so long now. <laughs> yeah, it's still like twelve hours or six or seven if you replay, right? Like Resident Evil Two as well. Yeah, but it's it's, it's less like, daunting to go back to a six to twelve hour game than yeah. go back to like a seventy hour one. Yeah, mm. but back then you wouldn't necessarily replay those games. Mm-hmm. Well, Devil May Cry kind of started the replay fad, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's still six hours. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's a lot less daunting than a sixty-hour. Like, um, like I, I was thinking about replaying uh, The Witcher mm-hmm. recently, or like there's a fad right now about replaying Breath of the Wild because it's its second yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you replay Breath of the Wild? Yeah, it's how like a, how do you do that? It took me like hundred and fifteen hours to complete that game, mm-hmm. and like. Like replaying that, really? And the real fun of Breath of the Wild, in my opinion, would be the first discovery of every single region. You know, you you approach yeah, it a if, certain way. If and I could start it with all of the the uh, side um, dungeons completed and mm. all of my gear, like a new maybe new I'd, game plus, yeah, maybe I'd do that, like a f- go through the story again. Mm-hmm. That's probably fifteen hours. Well, they gave that sentiment with the DLC, right? You start naked and you have to to build your way up uh, with your gear and everything. Mm-hmm. And you can't really get out. It's like challenge rooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think maybe, yeah. But anyway, uh, what I'm saying is like you could play Devil May Cry 5 like 20 times in that time that you Yeah, because it gets, it gets faster the more you do it. Like it, you, yeah. you get better at it. And there's like different levels of difficulty, and also the game changes its um, enemy composition, like its enemy arrangements on subsequent playthroughs. Really? Yeah. So oh, it'll like bring Dark like Souls did. it'll yeah. bring like higher level or like higher difficulty enemies earlier in the game. So it's like a different like arrangement of enemies. So you have to kind of replay it, but it, it every encounter will be a little bit different. Oh, that's amazing! So it's it's not like cookie cutter like copy paste. From one playthrough to the next, but like enemies just deal more damage. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, there's thought put into it. Like it's really like a well crafted game. 
Uh, I've said it, but I'm gonna repeat it. Like the character models look incredible. The animations are stupidly well done. Like like how you air dodge and stuff. It's like um, the level of details put into it are really good. But I have to say that the environments are kind of disappointing to me. Oh yeah, that's something that I find like. It's really, like, well done. It's high fidelity. It works for a game like Resident Evil. Because it's made on the same engine. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm also impressed by the character models and the monster. Like, the monsters, how they're designed and everything. They look really cool. The bosses are some of the best bosses. They feel great to fight. Uh, but, like, sometimes just, like, ruined houses. Ah, uh, okay. Or warehouses. And then later on in the game, it's just mostly, like creepy hell style corridors but they repeat themselves a lot and near the end like it changes again I won't say how it looks but it looks a bit more interesting but in another way it doesn't distract you from the combat so it's not it's not that bad but it's not that good either like it's it's it it feels like wasted potential you're saying well If I could compare it to another game, it's like Final Fantasy XV. You know how like the environments look amazing in that game? Yes. And they look absolutely. they have like that photorealism to them. Mm-hmm. But with, with the blur and everything. Of, yeah, with the added elements of like fantasy, where it's like this looks like a forest like that I've been to or drive next to. Mm-hmm. Like it does have that sense of realism, but in Devil May Cry V, you don't have that much variety of those like photorealistic environments. Okay. So It just it looks great, but it's not interesting to look at. But the combat is so. At, at least they focused it, for it. Yeah. on the character models because well, that's that's what we're here for. We're here character to character action game. It's not yes, a, yeah, it's, it's not, not a, a level design game. Yeah, it's not an environmental action game. What would that be? That'd be cool. Like go so, play Death Stranding, which is gonna be the, the delayed. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, again? Then, I, I think I think that's for the best too. Like I'd rather have it. Has it been announced or no? It just okay. it's been announced like they're gonna push it. Oh yeah, yeah, they're okay. gonna push it to like a later release. PS5. I got a small mm-hmm. question though about the game. How small? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who do you play as as a whole? Is that spoilerific? Uh, bang! Uh, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> uh, y- no, there's well the three characters on the box. Yes, the, the, three hot males. Yeah, the three fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dante is a virgin. <laughs> be a virgin. And that could be boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the title of our episode. Dante <laughs> is a virgin. <laughs> Come on, look at him. He's so pure. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, well you yeah, you play as like the the, the three like male characters on the box. So Nero V and Dante. <laughs> and they all play differently. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's that's one of the things. Like I think we mentioned it before, but like Capcom characters don't seem to have like sex. <laughs> Japanese there's no relationships whatsoever. Think Solid about it. Snake is a virgin. No, no, no. Peace Walker. <laughs> He totally fucks fast. Uh, Even if she's no, underage. It's not Solid Snake. No. <laughs> oh, it's not Solid Snake. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's you are correct. <laughs> yeah. His evil, evil dad. That's that's that should be like a bonus podcast. Who <laughs> who's oh, a virgin in old <laughs> Japanese games? 
Oh man, let's not virgin shame. Virgil yeah, shame. <laughs> Virgil shame. <laughs> v is for vir- they virgins. Okay. Enough with the virgin shame. Like that's that's, that's not cool. By the way, we love you, virgins. <laughs> we actually yeah. do. Yeah. Well, you're, you're not like a 50-year-old cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Dante. <laughs> he's older than that. No, yeah, but he's, he's represented as... <laughs> like, Jamie has left uh, the room. Yeah, yeah he, needs, he needs a breather, but like, you know... Oh my god. If you choose to have sex or not, doesn't like it's it's your business. It's not our place to judge. But mm-hmm. uh, going back to yeah, Devil May Cry Five. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you turn this into something serious? <laughs> Dante is a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sounds sounds, sounds <laughs> like a nineties dance song. Dante is a virgin, <laughs> so <laughs> you can do it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <Bang>. so uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Just, uh, yeah, that will make cry five. It's fun. It's worth it. Um, uh, eventually, I don't know what the DLC is gonna be, but um, uh, I know there's like the Devil Breakers, like Nero's arms. Mm-hmm. Really fun. Like that's a really cool mechanic. V plays differently. Like you kind of control. Like I'm, I'm saying like. It's been said before, like, people have compared, like, how the characters play, uh, but they all feel very different, whereas, like, they could nearly be, like, their own game. Really? Okay. Yeah, so they really, really, really changed it up a lot. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. They should. And, uh, like, Dante feels great. It's, it's like, Dante hasn't been, like, as versatile as he's been in that game. He has, like, everything from his previous games. Really? Plus some extra moves. The stinger, That's the probably why you don't play guns. him first, right? Yeah, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of OP and like super styling, like it's it's mm. really cool and like you said, like he has all the styles, they're all like on the D pad. So you oh, can yeah. switch styles like mid combo and everything. <gasps> oh that's you can switch weapons with the like triggers, like he already like... has his devil trigger. Yeah, he does, <laughs> he does. Uh, <laughs> so does V. A V summons oh, like yeah. this big goopy oh. shit. And it's like, <laughs> it's kind of like more like a summoner slash necromancer type. So mm. you give commands and there's a bit of a delay because it's like he's ordering like summons. He's oh, not fighting yeah, himself, okay. but he needs to get close to finish the enemies. His summons can't give the finishing blow. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like, so it's like a trade-off where it's like you keep your distance, you, you do combos with your summons, and then you need to get close when you need to like give the finishing blow. That's um, really fun. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly it plays better than I anticipated it would. Huh. Uh, it yeah, it's weird sounds, when you look at it, yeah. but, and when you explain it like on paper, it's like this this shouldn't work. Character action. Yeah, yeah. No, and it does. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's it's mighty fine. So this also answers my other question. You don't play as Lady or Trish. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the thing I, I want more from the game, and I think I hope it could be DLC. Is that the the the, the woman character mm. should be playable too, like Lady. Uh, she's been a playable character in like Devil May Cry 3 a special, special edition, edition and yep. Devil May Cry 4 special edition. Mm-hmm. She's been there. She's a playable character. Her weapons are in the game and Dante can use them. 
What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a. Oh, that's awesome. So it's it's cool, but it's like you can. She can also be there, but I think that's might be something that's coming up. Mm-hmm. If they do it like the same way, like that, uh, Travis strikes again. Mm. Does where it's like DLC is just Shinobu. Yeah. DLC could just be like, Lady Trish. Uh, so they yeah. seem to really be going for different fighting styles, though. So they, they're gonna have to take their time to build them up to well, be different. From yeah. what I've seen from the three playable characters, yeah, they've done a great job with. That. Yeah, exactly. So. so they could add a fourth one, fifth one. That'd be like value yeah. for that game. Instead of like a brother character or something, <laughs> it'd be nice if they put like <laughs> Lady and Trish first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that and. Like, some people complain about the end of that game. Like, it's not so much about... They say it's anticlimactic. Uh, I disagree. I think, like, if you're focusing on the gameplay, it's crazy fun. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, if you expected much of a story from this, this is the wrong <laughs> game for you. This, <laughs> you will not get a compelling story from this. You'll, you'll have fun, but uh, it's not, like, a, it's not a noble literature prize winner but it doesn't have any shitty dialogue like fuck you no fuck you like it, dmc it, it kind of does <laughs> oh yeah it kind of does and it's it's uh it's it's still fun that's that's the point it knows that that's what it's doing mm-hmm. but it's not trying to present it as like edge or talk back well it's like it's silly edge it's it's not like oh he's so cool he said fuck you to the demon <laughs> it's more like this is silly he said fuck you to the demon <laughs> oh I see there's a different approach to it and it changes the, the, the tone of it okay yeah yeah huh and uh, another question I had do you I heard some complaints about the microtransactions that are shoved into the game did you feel like they had any presence whatsoever in uh, your playthrough they're I think they're only there when uh, you die, you have like a mechanic where you can revive using a golden orb mm-hmm. or using your red orbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Red orbs are used to upgrade your move sets and stuff and you collect them through levels mm-hmm. and you carry over from one level to the next. You can even like farm them by going through levels over and over again. And you can choose to revive mid-fight by using either a golden orb or red orbs. But you can buy red orbs directly from the PlayStation Store and the option will show once you're down. Ah, okay. They go like, oh, you want some buy, you want some red orbs. That's yeah. really weird because basically you didn't need to use microtransactions, but somebody that's worse at the game might. Yeah, someone who's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think it's morally okay? I feel like uh, microtransactions should be there for somebody that's too good at it. And then there's like, you need like, new stuff because you keep playing mm-hmm. like uh yeah different colors for your yeah, outfits I feel it's, and yeah it's, it's a little bit like preying on the compulsion yeah yeah like, like i'm so tired of this boss like imagine well, if that option really was like in upgrade? like bloodborne or like uh oh Sekiro. or oh, that you, would be horrible or if you want an upgrade but you don't want to like farm for it mm. but uh that's that kind of how it feels like assassin's creed yeah yeah oh my god yeah, and that's, that's really the only time it appears in game. Okay, so you didn't feel like it was that invasive. 
Oh, and you weren't you weren't shitty enough at the game to go like ah. You can get, get it easily. Whole bunch. Like you, you just need to like step on your, uh, you know, pride? Like, on your pride and just like if it's too hard, lower the difficulty. Like just go back or just repeat and try to do it again and stop, take a break, come back to it, like mm. whatever. If you, the mean, option is there, if you like need to like wake up again, but that doesn't mean it's gonna get like easier for you to fight the enemy you also you have mm. orbs like you can you, die in the game and continue like, yeah you could do it the bloodborne way like farm red orbs go back to the fight yeah. go down but at least you'll have enough to like revive yourself if you need to and this is coming from a series where <laughs> uh, i remember if you die three times in the same level at normal mode you have unlocked easy mode <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the game starts off with easy mode already available. Like it's it's like the it's called Human uh, Detroit Become, <laughs> and then the second one uh, is uh, Devil Hunter, and then like you unlock know, like Son of Sparta and like different difficulties. Mm-hmm. And I like the there was that one difficulty in Devil May Cry Three where I think like uh, was it Heaven or Hell or no it was yeah something like that. Well, the or, Son of Sparta has always been there, no. Yeah, like well, the name, like the the, the naming conventions it's remain, like from yeah, but there's one difficulty in the third game where it was like you kill everything in one hit, but you also die in one hit. Oh, wow! I yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I don't know if that's in this game. That's really explosive. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and, and and like all the enemies are way more aggressive, and it's like and this game doesn't have like the the bayonetta thing where it's like you can just constantly keep dodging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was the whole point is like you punish your enemies by dodging them they can't touch you you beat them back it's very like BDSM in a certain way uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Devil May Cry like you have to unlock like uh, dodging like, huh. there's three levels of dodging and then like you only have like three of them and then like you double jump can be used as a dodge as well ah like the trickster um... or like trickster kind of gives you a boost to your dodging like range uh, iframes and stuff nice. like that. Nice! So. Like in Devil May Cry 3. I love that system in 3. But I, I found it really, really restricting that you had to switch the style only at the statues, but now it's on the D-pad. Yeah, yeah. Huh. and it's like you can... You, you can't compulsively dodge Yeah. in that game, or else you're gonna, like, you're gonna run out of... Mojo. Dodges. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you only have two in a row once you have uh, the max level, right? I think three. Three, but it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, obligatory comparison Dark Souls, where it's like you have stamina for, like, your rolls and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be, like, too evasive or, like, yeah, turtle-like blocking and just, like, hiding from an enemy. Like, you need to know what you're doing. That's well, a, that's really yeah. interesting because, mm-hmm. like, that's completely different from what I expect out of a platinum style game mm-hmm. the, the fact that you do need to to, to like think about your dodging mm-hmm. probably like makes it a lot more stressful and it makes it harder to get you into the SSS uh, yeah move uh, yeah okay cool yeah it does that and well it, it recalls to revengeance a little bit where it's like you don't yeah. you don't dodge you parry yeah so it has to be like intentional can you parry in this game? Uh, there is, uh, for Dante, there is the Royal Guard style. Yes. Where it's like a perfect block, which is like a parry, and then it's like, and you counterattack. Oh, wow, nice. 
You yeah, counter attack with your fists, I believe. Where it's just you block at the right moment. Wow, that's really interesting. I I feel that's like nice buying it. Game. <laughs> yeah, like there's like compelling defensive gameplay. Nice. Which isn't just like block. And it, um, he actually uh, stores the energy that he blocks mm -hmm. and uses it in a, a sort of counterattack. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Wow, I'm really surprised they conserved that from Devil May Cry 3. Yeah, it's like they, they brought everything. It's, it, it, this game is also like very uh, fan service y. Mm -hmm. like it's, it's really trying to uh, be nice to everyone who's been following the series, like from the original ones. Like it brought back like the. The, the motorcycle that was in two. Yes! And now it's a that weapon and stuff. Like, it just, <laughs> it, it's really... There's there's a lot for everyone who liked the series. And it just, it's it's one of those action games that I can like just recommend for its action. Really. Like, it's so good. It's cool. Well, I might even buy it sometime soon. Or yeah, as yeah. soon as there's a little price drop, which won't happen anytime soon, considering its success. I wouldn't be surprised, especially like it's on it's on PC as well. Yeah, I'm. Looking I think I'll forward, buy it on I'm PC. I'm looking forward to the mods. Thomas the Train is coming to Devil May Cry Five <laughs> soon. Mister X is coming to Devil May Cry oh, Five. Oh, Mister yeah, X yes, everywhere. Imagine, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's going to be some fun engine. stuff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely worth playing. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I'm I'm definitely trying it after mm -hmm. Sekiro. Yeah, yeah. Shadows die twice. Mm -hmm. Do they? Do they? Do they do? <laughs> do they do? Do they do? Do they do with a bang? <laughs> bang counter nine. <laughs> yeah, and uh, one uh, last thing I did I, uh, last week. Uh, there was a game that was recommended to me. It was the missing. J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Oh! J.J. Macfield? 65 joint. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just... Throughout the game, it just says sweary. I don't know if you dropped the 65. Cause, oh, probably. Yeah. I hope, yeah. like, people didn't think, like, he was blue. Dabbity. Like, I don't know why he dropped the 65. 65. But, like, just, he, he wasn't... Like, it's, it's sweary and his studio, like, White Owl's studio. Yeah. Um, when that game was introduced to me, I was like, okay... I'm curious. I'm gonna get into it, and I know like sweary, uh, like it got criticism like that all sweary games get, where it's like it's a little bit janky, yeah. it's a little bit rough on like the 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 control and like gameplay. Well, um, just quickly, like mm -hmm. interestingly enough, they were working on another game, mm -hmm. and they released this game like within the first year of like the studio. That's good. So it's like a really they 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 they, they worked on it really fast. Mm -hmm. So jankiness is to be expected. Like it's. Uh, I expect it from swearing and even yeah, just from the like. It doesn't mean that because it's janky that it's not worth it. Yeah. Like I, mm -hmm. I feel the same about like the 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 Witcher games. Yeah. Like everybody like, like fawns over the Witcher games, but let's be honest, they are super janky. Yeah. But they're still worth going through that jank. Yeah. Like, Phoenix Wright too. Uh, sometimes you examine objects and you don't click the right thing, and you're like, "What yeah. is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. But this, the thing is, this game is like a 2D puzzler. There's a little bit of platforming, and sometimes the control do feels like floaty. Oh, um, for a platformer, oof! It, it never, it never made me like want to quit the game. 
Oh, okay. Like, I never wanted to drop it. I was just like, mm. I just need to be better with how these mechanics work and feel. That's that's how it felt. Um, this game is really strong and what it's trying to be. Like, it's... Uh, no, it sounds like nothing. Um, but it's about J.J. Macfield, who's a character who lost her friend Emily when they were traveling. Um, her friend, potential lover Emily... Uh, while well, they were traveling on an island. And it really has, like, those Lynchian vibe of, like, dream logic, kind of, like, nightmare landscape yeah. puzzles that are really, like, they kind of, like, reflect J.J. Macfield's psyche. Hmm. It's a bit like Silent Hill. Yeah, like, her, uh, she goes on a trip to the island with her friend. Her friend disappears during the night. And then she starts walking towards like the center of the island and trying to find her friend and um she like you kind of solve puzzles you get somewhere and then lightning strikes she dies and she wakes up again Hmm. Hmm. and the whole mechanics of the game like you know how like there's the term like ludonarrative dissonance this is the opposite it's ludonarrative resonance the gameplay is all about solving puzzles and this is really dark like i it's really tough to talk about it, but it's all about, like, mutilation. Yeah, yeah, I just read that up <laughs> in the articles regarding that. So it's like, oh, you you walk towards, like, a buzz sauce. You can cut your arm off and then throw it, like, somewhere. So you, you put, like, a weight somewhere and then it opens a door. But you can always, like, regenerate. Okay. Hmm. And that's how you solve puzzles. But and is it, like, gory and, like... It's, gratuitous or it's, it's like super uncomfortable okay it's super uncomfortable like her screams you never get oh, used <laughs> you never get used to her screams it always sounds painful and even when like sometimes like she breaks her bones oh and just like she kind of like oh. replaces and the sound design oh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's yeah. uh, it gets to your spine like it really just like gets you there it never feels good but that's the point. Oh, so so yeah, that is. So she's willing to repeatedly hurt herself. Yeah. Beyond hurt. Mm-hmm. To find her friend slash lover. Yeah. Okay. And there's like uh, there's story delivered through like text messages that she gets from like friends, family members, and that's how like the story kind of comes to you like trickle down. Mm-hmm. And uh, the writing in those text messages is really strong. That's I feel like that's where a lot of like that game's uh, strength comes from is the the quality of the writing mm-hmm. and the relatability of uh, how like the characters talk to each other in those messages, especially like the Macfield's mother. Um, I've heard that a lot of like people from uh, like. Uh, LGBTQ plus communities received messages like they had those conversations oh. with their parents. Like it, it feels like it's very um, relatable in that sense. I and need to check it out. That's that's very good to hear from Swery. Yeah, because you know writing is like usually missed out on in uh, certain like double A mm-hmm. Japanese games. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's a really cool thing yeah. to hear because I wasn't really looking forward to playing it. Mm-hmm. I want to play it, but I wasn't. I was like, oh, it's just gonna. 
It's gonna be janky. I wasn't expecting yeah, yeah, yeah. the writing. Like I we was expecting the themes yeah. To, yeah. to be good, but if the writing is good as well, yeah, like, the writing is really good. And I don't know if it's the localization team or just like he had like oh. people look over it with him. I think like when I I looked at the credits after finishing the game, there was his name and someone else's name that I should remember. Uh, there were two on the script. Okay. Nice. Uh, but I, I think it, it, it did help because it works well for the game. Um, I think this is an important game. Hmm. I think it's going to be remembered. It, it sure has really, really good scores in Metacritic. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that it combines, you know, LGBTQ uh, plus issues plus coming of age plus self-harm, I think is really daring to start with. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like I, I'm talking about it. I, it's it's it gets to really uncomfortable places, but I mm-hmm. think overall, that game has like a great finale. Really? Yeah, uh, and I think it's important to mention without spoiling it. It has a great finale. Okay. Um, it works in its favor, and uh, it makes the whole experience like it's its saving grace, and it's works in favor of like the whole game. Just that finale and like how the, like some of the reveals you'll kind of figure out as you play the game. Like it won't come off as like a, like a huge surprise, but it wraps itself really well hmm. once it's over. Um, Around how much time until the end? Depends. I'd say like maybe that game took me maybe like three, three, three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes like I just had to. Repeat some, nice some puzzles, stuff, yeah. yeah. Like some puzzles, like I just got on the first try. Sometimes it's like, yeah. Right. It's also shorter than I thought. That's good. Yeah, it's not a it's not a fairly long game, and it doesn't feel that much repetitive. I did have like some frustrating bits, but that was just me getting used to like how the controls feel. Um, I respect its intent. I really love what it's trying to do. I think this is a cool. This is a. This is really cool from Swear that he's yeah. done a game like this. Um, I do have to say though that I, like I feel like it does have like elements of like mutilation as like a symbolism for what's going on within the story, within the game and the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel like it could do that one extra thing, and this is like this is nitpicks from my part, but it's something that I really loved from Sinuous Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could offer uh, maybe just like. Uh, resources or information for people that might need help oh. with similar issues. Yes, absolutely. I agree that's, that because it's, it's still it's a game, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't remove anything at all from the game. Mm-hmm. But I think if it went, if it could have went that extra mile of just having like, because it has a really like good message at the beginning. It says like no one should feel bad or awful for who they are the game was made with that intent mm-hmm. overall. Uh, but it could also bring about just like here are some resources here's uh, uh, like organizations or people or uh, uh, websites places, or websites. helplines yeah that's something that like Senua Sacrifice didn't need to have but it did and it shows like there, there's intent but it also wants to bring like an impact mm-hmm. also to its message and it's just this is a nitpick like if this is done again in the future. I wish games that are so important like this mm-hmm. just added that little extra element that just goes beyond like this the entertainment. Yeah. That it goes to like 
let's 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 make this about more than just entertaining you and giving you like a relatable experience and like sh- sharing like a mediated like hopeful experience but also a discussion a discussion and uh, like this is something that matters in life like mm-hmm. this this wasn't made in a vacuum there's a reason why this game was made and this is where you can get any information or help related to that absolutely and and i think that's that's uh that's also the vibe that i got when um uh, in the vgas when celeste won in the vgas and they mm-hmm. immediately talked about how uh, this was based off of uh mental issues yeah. and they immediately talked about how it related to real life and how people should not feel mm-hmm. afraid to reach out and to help and to have a discussion yeah so yeah like it's it's a topic that's brought about within the game and then they could just use their their like notoriety to shine a light on issues that need like uh that need to be addressed like to that need to be discussed and here's the help you can get like it's or else it could feel sometimes where stuff like that and games that are way more clumsy about the subject mm-hmm. it could just feel exploitative mm-hmm. to just use like a, it's a, a tough point yeah, yeah. it's a, a tough subject that can be very relatable in real life and just use it for like story elements and then we've we've made our profits we've made our game thank you for liking it goodbye mm-hmm. yeah like I, just, I feel like it, it's uh, it's uh but do you think it goes that far or for uh jj macfield yeah I feel like its intent is, it's uh, it's it's noble. It's good. Okay. Um, but I, if it had that extra, mile, I, the same with Celeste. I wish like Celeste yeah. had the same thing. We're just like this game was about this, and just if this is something you live with, yeah. here's how you can get some help. We Could be a little message, just a little link. We live in the kind of society where. Uh, negative feelings are often uh, frowned upon or repressed or shamed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shame is a huge yeah. part of many cultures and many and all cultures. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So uh, viewers out there, if if you got some issues, don't be afraid to reach out. Okay, don't be afraid to talk about it. Despite everyone says be a man or something like that. No, fuck that, man. You've got to let it out. You've got it, to express yourself. It's okay to get help. Yeah. It's okay. okay to ask for help. Um, yeah, that's what I did with uh, most of my week. I think. I think that's yeah. That's 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 the over over and under. And uh, Mr. Pierre, how did you entertain yourself? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. I finally finished. Dragon Quest Eleven completely in its entirety. Oh yeah, you went through that final grind. Yeah, I didn't need it as much as I thought. Oh really? Characters were like level seventy something, so and and like I didn't really grind. I just tried it and it worked. Um, maybe the people whose guide I was reading just <laughs> just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it it. I got nothing to add about it other than I think you do need to to finish uh, I, earlier I uh, in our last podcast I didn't think you needed to do the last leg of the story post game basically 
Um, I mentioned that it, it presents a large op optional type of boss, but I was completely wrong. So that's why I'm mentioning it now. Um, it adds even more story, and uh, it just oh. keeps go keeps on going. Okay. So it does matter. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter to the main story that you go through, but the story hasn't actually ended. So <laughs> <laughs> like okay. it, it does really? matter. Yeah. It seems like the most generous game in ages. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. There's a lot in that package. Yeah. So. Um, I suggest picking it up on Switch when it comes out uh, next year, I believe, because they're adding even more story to it. <laughs> Dante so, from the Devil May Cry <laughs> series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it might coincide with like a Smash Bros. announcement, you know? Uh, oh! Yeah, there's rumors going on about that. Like, I wish those rumors are true. Like, maybe the character models exist for... Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I picked up... Uh, some. A friend gave me a code to get it cheaper, but I picked up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm. Because I was done with Dragon Quest, and yeah. I wanted, like, a game that I'd play 30 minutes an hour. And basically, I, I bought it because I missed The Witcher 3. Yeah. <laughs> and um, every time I play it, I'm reminded that I'm not playing The Witcher 3. <laughs> when you level up, you do get the. You get a. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, I'm, I look at a map and there's question marks, and I go see them. And that's what I do every time I play it. <laughs> and then you have a zooming with a circle vision. Yeah, the, uh, it's just the same as before. Like it's a it's an older game, so like I don't need to explain all of it. Mm -hmm. But um, it never ends. And yeah, I got it for like thirty bucks for with the six DLCs, like the six, six story well, DLCs. Six. There's three out, but there's gonna be six total. Um, and then there's a small break and then they release another Assassin's Creed with mm -hmm. way too much content. Mm -hmm. So it's the first time, honestly, that an Assassin's Creed is compelling me to do everything mm -hmm. uh, huh. because they're, they're always too big. Um, and they always have a narrative of like, this needs to happen right now. You need to advance the story right now. Like the world is going to end. And in uh, e Assassin's Creed Egypt, you, uh, you, it's a revenge story. And you're like, mm -hmm. I'm in a hurry to murder all of these people. So, but in this one, it's, it's, really, it's in the title. It's an, it's an odyssey. And um, there's no sense of hurry. Yeah. Because all of the side content is actually like a second story. Yeah. Yeah. So you just keep investigating which means going to question marks and doing shit. Yeah. Like, it's not really investigation. That's that's the one thing, like, I don't really like about the, the, the game. is just I can just go to question marks and eventually the game will finish itself on its own and I won't know. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's... Um, okay, I get it. Like, you, you're supposed to investigate these, uh, these cultists. Yeah. And basically that means going to a cave, opening a, a text you won't read... And then unveiling <laughs> them on the map. Yeah. There is, however, a really cool th addition to this game, which is exploration mode. Yeah. There's two types of That's difficulties. The way to play it. Yeah. 
And one of them is um, normal, which means everything is on your map all the time. Uh, waypoints are shown everywhere. And then exploration, which gives you uh, clues as to where you need to go and what. Um, and East of the Apollo statue in the Parnassos district. <laughs> and then figure it out. Yeah. But the problem with that in that game is if I use exploration mode forever, it might take me 200 hours to play the game. Yeah. And I like it, but not that much. I'm not going to play 200. Yeah. Like, it's generous in all the wrong ways, you know? Like, it's compared to Dragon Quest, it's really just, it's generous in that it has a lot of content, um, but it's just more of the same constantly mm. through the yeah. entire thing. Mm. And, mm. I, and that's why I'm playing it, like, as a 30-minute, an hour game. Uh, it's really nice to just sit down beat some people up <laughs> yeah and all you can eat shepherd's pie yeah shepherd's it's more yeah it's like a big steak also but and all just, you can eat but all yeah yeah <laughs> like you're shepherd's always eating a steak in. yeah but it's all you can eat yeah so i i might not even finish it uh it's the game that i play when i feel like doing nothing else you know yeah, yeah. i absolutely understand but it's that doing that very well mm-hmm <laughs> It, it it reaches yeah it reaches that point where it's like you just want to like relax or just like there's a, an element of abnegation where just like you want to sit down yeah you're gonna well, you're I, gonna do it kind of like brainlessly yeah and exactly like we're on to the next point like oh you get some cool views some cool viewpoints yeah a new city it's like oh and then you go back to doing the same things few conversations but surprisingly like the faster it gets the less impressed I am. Mm-hmm. Like Assassin's Creed isn't impressive anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, yeah. I see, I see uh, the point. Yeah. It, I remember when I think of Assassin's Creed, I think of doing cool parkour and discovering stuff about ancient aliens. Mm-hmm. They've been dragging this ancient uh, or ancient civ. They really hide it like way deep. Yeah, in that yeah. Game. But, but like, also yeah. like, I got the point. I don't need that story anymore. <laughs> yeah, that story's shove, over. Shove the Assassin's Creed world away from me. Yeah. And I, I was like one of the few people, uh, well, few, uh, like probably 50%, but mm-hmm. like who was like, oh, I fucking love the the, the, the future story and the past story and the mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. All the lore stuff that was really good until 3. Yeah. And um, it's done. It's over. Like, just don't it's pretend. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to <laughs> include it if... Because it seems like they're they're way less interested in that part of the the Assassin's Creed universe, so they kind of just put it for the fans. But you feel like they're so not involved. Yeah. Like and 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 it's because everything's been told. Like, there's not much more. How how far can you go? Like, it's always just oh, there's a there's a new uh, there's a new thing, and here's what it does. This device does the thing that you couldn't do in that time. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. That's that's every game, man. Like yeah. <laughs> every video Ezio game gets that. gets like a bang, and then he shoots. <laughs> like, he gets a gun before everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah. Th- like I'm kind of into like I get it at this point. People were just tired of it earlier than me. But like, remove the the the, the, the Assassin's Creed world. Just call it maybe AC. AC like Odyssey AC. Well, they don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they remove the numbers now. They're just like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just like titles. Uh, so yeah. they should do spinoffs and just go 
head first what, into that's something. That's kind of what the series is. There, it's yeah, just I think spin-offs. It's a, there's no and, main... Yeah, and it's not going to be online. every year. It's going to be an event every time. Mm-hmm. Like uh, They're just going to do a couple different countries for the next 15 years or whatever, and uh, then it'll die out. Yeah, yeah um, I'm, I'm looking forward to even the next one already because I'm like, oh, what next area am I going to play in? Mm-hmm. Even if it's the same game, it, it does like have that feeling of just like not that great it's fun you progress you go to question marks like it's this might seem controversial but i was one of the few people that really enjoyed the first assassin's creed game yeah even though some people say it's repetitive and i feel like it's gone full circle where it still is yeah it's just bigger and less impressive because in the first assassin's creed game you had like three distinct cities and they were distinct you had like uh, Acre, Damascus, Jerusalem, yeah. like the 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 Masyaf, like uh, assassins, like headquarters. Yeah. And every game, like uh, every city, had really its every tone. It even was had impressive. like yeah. yeah. And they really put a lot of effort into making these cities their own. And like, oh, this is like, uh, you know, like the Crusader city. This is like the, uh, you know, the the like the meeting of the two, like in Jerusalem. And you really had like the different tones, and you had like a sense of time and place. Yeah, that's now the thing. It's, it's like kind of like it, it feels like wallpaper in the bigger games now. It's just like yeah, you got like, fifteen you, cities, but they're all the fucking same. It's 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 right. nearly like <laughs> repeated textures at this yeah. point. Like, a, a very uh, interesting thing. It's not interesting at all. Uh, that I noted <laughs> is, is there's no doors. Mm-hmm. This game has no doors. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird? You can't open a single door in this game because there isn't any like uh there was a point where i needed to go talk to a guy and i had to jump into his house because all the oh the, yeah the, like there are no doors open, open roofs yeah yeah i just want to see that's where so like, strange like the guy knows me i can't just knock on the nope you just gotta like jump in and it, 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 it's kind of like the game design people and the map people didn't talk to each other. They're just like, we really need to do all of Greece really fucking fast. <laughs> I typed in, uh, like, uh, on my browser, where were, were doors invented in 484 BC? Oh, they're there. They're just not, you can't open them. And my browser just sent me to a link of Herodotus and Pliny. Well, he's in the game. <laughs> well, Herodotus, not Pliny, though. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's just this. It's just it feels like it's so big that it's it, it lost itself. Yeah. Like you were saying, like distinct cities. They they've put themselves in a corner where they're like, oh, this is Assassin's Creed Ancient Greece. So here's all of Greece. Yeah, like it's all yeah, of it's, it. It's big. <laughs> Here's 15 islands that are all empty, mm-hmm. but we'll put like weekly quests on every now and then. There's a broken marble column. Yeah. Remember Greece? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few malakas um, here and there. That's totally fine. It's just that that's not <laughs> that's not what the game should be. I feel like uh, at least if it's called Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. it should be like be impressed by this. Hmm. Like that's what it, that's what original Assassin's Creed did. It, it impressed Hideo Kojima. Yeah. The same way that um, Horizon Zero Dawn has. I think mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn is the new Assassin's Creed at this point. Well, yeah, it's the the yeah. I could see. I could and see Assassin's Creed works, now yeah. is just a month like a 
a bi-yearly or something like it's Ubisoft sports game mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I see or there's that's a good way to put it series but um, I feel like like in this game it's a game that could have been another game than like Assassin's Creed like it, it's really using the name Assassin's yeah. Creed to kind of sell itself it would still be good if it wasn't ki- ca- killed wow uh, called Assassin's Creed. You know how like there's that Ubisoft game that's supposed to come out like with the pirate ships and everything. Yeah, which is an Assassin's Creed pirate ship game. Yeah, but it's again, it just called it, it, uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and it's fine. I yeah. think that's cool. Like they didn't need to make like Assassin's Creed Black Flag Two. Yeah, exactly. Like we could. Like, <laughs> it could. It could even be called just Ubisoft's. Like, it doesn't need to be called Assassin's Creed at this point. It could Ubisoft's be called Watchdogs. <laughs> <laughs> it could, they could call it iconic something else because they apparently do, they put that on every product they want to do the universe thing so like because yeah, of sure, Marvel universe, yeah. the Ubin universe wow really well there's like watchdogs hints in the Assassin's Creed games no like, way I didn't yeah, know, so even so know that like cross pollination um, Splinter Cell like, has the <laughs> same world cross pollination <laughs> yeah Splinter Cell is also in the same world mm-hmm. and stuff but well, it's uh, or um uh, the Ghost Rabbids. Recon, <laughs> Clancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the Ghost Tom Recon Clancy game. Yeah, also, yeah. Uh, I think like the, there's like uh, Sam Fisher is like included somewhere in the Ghost Recon game. So it's all yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, the recent, the most recent yeah. Ghost Recon. Well, it's Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. So mm-hmm. yeah, I really had no idea that they were in any way interconnected. Holy shit! It's for the fans. It's like Easter eggs. It's never gonna be like, or it could be eventually like included, but I don't think it will ever be. Raven Rabbids Mario. I would not be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bang. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised though if um, the next Splinter Cell is some weird open world Splinter Cell, mm. like uh, like it's gonna be like on the whatever Assassin's Creed engine, but with stealth elements, or um, Rainbow Six style. First like person, competitive, competitive Splinter like Cell, like team, like team heroes, like he, you know how like you have yeah. like Overwatch like skills but, and you have like, like different style skills. But you got Rainbow Six, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> that does it so well. So. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, and that game is just gonna keep going with like new characters and like it's you know, insane how many there are right now. Yeah, yeah, that's the live service games. I remember how I I played Rainbow Six Vegas and that was really fun. <laughs> For once. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like to play shooters with a controller. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Me too. I can't play with a mouse or a keyboard. Yeah. I was just never born with it. So. <laughs> it's not Maybelline. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was. Uh, I also started the Silver Case sequel, uh, Flower, Sun, and Rain. Yes. On 3DS. Mm-hmm. And um, it's... <laughs> it... it it's strange, it's, isn't it? Silver Case was remade for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Flower, Sun, and Rain was not remade for the PS4. I'm playing it on the 3DS. It's mm. an original DS. Well, it was on the PS2 and ported to, like, to to the DS, but like, subpar to the PS2 game. Yes. So it's weird to play. It's I, a it, downport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And uh, it really suffers from not being enough of a no- uh, visual novel game. It's mm. 
it's got that DS vibe. I'm not surprised that they ported it to the DS. It has that thing where it's going to be small puzzles a lot. A lot of puzzles. Like mm. over 80 puzzles. But not puzzles in the sense that you go in a room and figure things out. Puzzles in the sense that there are numbers and math you need to do. And, you know, stylish stuff. Like you need to figure out. Uh, you need to read a book where all of the the... Of the solution will be in the book, but you need to figure out where they are. Mm-hmm. Like there's Which a lot of reading. Fit, there's yeah. a lot of, and if you remove all that, it's a good game. Okay. Oh really? If you remove all of that, if you remove all of the gameplay elements, a lot of tedium. Yeah, it's mm. just. Um, but then it would be probably three hours long. So. Oh. So you recommend you watch someone play and skip would, over the yeah, gameplay? Yeah, I would have watched, watched it, too. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. I'm happy that I play it, because I kind of like these, like, Sudoku-type things. Uh, it's not <laughs> it's not like Sudoku, but, you know, it falls Close under enough, the, like, yeah. I got Brain Age next to it. It's Brain okay. Age with a story, you know? Okay. <laughs> like, it's got that, that with a really weird story. Brain Age Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, well, the story is good enough to compel you to, to, to play everything related uh, well, to that game. <laughs> yeah, I could have skipped it, honestly. I'm doing it because I like the, the, the well, Sudaverse. Yeah, it's like you need to know yeah. more than you want to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I'd still like suggest playing it because I'm halfway through and I've been playing for four hours. Mm. Um, and ma- mainly these four hours were spent not playing like they were spent thinking about the puzzles or oh I see because there's puzzles that you need to think about then there's some that you just need to read stuff um, but yeah it, it it suffers from not being fully a visual novel they should have stick, stuck with it I don't know how big the team was for that game but I was like uh, earlier uh, in another podcast when I talked about the silver case, I mm-hmm. said there were 20 people. There were five. Oh, <laughs> oh so, my. Uh, Grasshopper started as a five, uh, as a three people's studio and um, they got two illustrators added. And uh, that's... Mm-hmm. So, so two of those five people do art. Um, there's... Uh, or like one there's there's two and then there's a developer that also writes a bit and two de- two developers in suda and that was it so silver case is done by five people and i'm not surprised i wouldn't be surprised if flower sun and rain was also Much just more, these yeah. five or even smaller because there's less art humble beginnings so i think yeah. it's uh it's really indie before it's time like uh the because you couldn't release a uh an indie game on like a Nintendo mm-hmm. DS or PlayStation back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really shows that it's a, like a small team and it was like a year later or something. So I, I think they just, they were trying stuff out and uh, it's it's a good relic, but it's not necessarily <laughs> a great game. So you wouldn't recommend it or like watch it if... I'd recommend it to like a fan. Mm-hmm. Again, like yeah, which yeah, happens like, a lot yeah, with yeah. pseudo games. Yeah. And, but like Silvercase, I, I'd recommend it to to anyone that likes visual novels. Okay. Um, hmm. I have the other sequel, like the Twenty Fifth Ward, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to finishing the <laughs> Flower Sun and Rain to play that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I didn't play much uh, this these past two weeks. I was just a bit busy. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did watch a bunch of things. Um, I watched this movie called High Flying Bird. Mm-hmm. High Flying Bird? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's by mm-hmm. Steven Soderbergh. Basketball which, movie? It's the it's <laughs> it's a basketball movie with no basketball in okay. it. Yeah. Um, so it's a lockout movie, basically, mm-hmm. and it's based on uh, previous NBA lockouts. Space I took some man. notes because uh, I can't remember all this stuff. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, S- Steven Soderbergh in uh, in Hollywood is really known for the Ocean's Eleven movies, like okay. uh, yeah, Eleven, yeah. Twelve, Thirteen. And he did uh, Aaron Brokovich with mm-hmm. Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I those that. are really popular, but um, my favorite stuff of his isn't that. Uh, he did the uh, remake of Solaris. Yeah. With Clooney. Yeah, from, Clooney, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's really, really good. He worked on the the Che duology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah which would. are really good movies. And um, Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember those. Yeah, and um, he also did Magic Mike, and he uh, did Magic Mike, which which is. <laughs> did he do XXL as well? I don't think so. Okay, I love that movie. XXL. Yeah, it's yeah. just fun. It might be. It's it's, it's uh, like Final Fantasy fifteen. It's okay. just guys having fun. Uh so it's cool. Magic Mike is is a good movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, really empowering. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and he also did recently a, a TV series called The Nick, which is about um, early medicine and well, early advancements in, in medicine in the early 1900s mm-hmm. in New York. Yeah, the Nick is like a, it's the Nickenbacher. It's a known hospital uh, in New York. And it's like advancements in surgery and things like that. And it's really beautiful, really brutal <laughs> and like... It's just, it's art, basically, okay. in a TV show. But um, The yeah, last so time that I heard something, a uh, TV show like that, was Nip Tuck <laughs> for, like, surgery, plastic oh, surgery yeah. and whatnot. This is more like the history of... Uh, yeah, it feels, like, informed on giving, like, history in a drama. But it's very, mm-hmm. very drama-based. He's kind of, like, um, a greater Sorkin like okay. le- less I see. dumb Sorkin well is is it as uh, verbose as like Sorkin because Sorkin like characters there's like, a it, lot of text in everything he does yeah because Sorkin has a lot of like talking and walking like a lot of his TV shows are so people no. walking in corridors talking so uh, there is that like okay. High Flying Bird is mainly talking okay um, but not in an obtuse way not in a which Sorkin does like it's not like it's not trying to unnatural and like quippy neoliberal and like <laughs> boring mm-hmm. yeah it's not it's not like over over the top or anything it's just like this story is a bit more intellectual than like your average hollywood movie mm-hmm. and an interesting thing about the, the high flying bird is that it was all filmed on an iphone 8 mm. uh, i think a single phone really uh, just as an experiment uh yeah what yeah, the so, hell? So it has like uh, sometimes it looks off because it's like it, it's filmed yeah, on the phone. phone, yeah. But uh, other times it's it's incredible. It's like uh, what's his name? Uh, the movie Tangerine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's all filmed like on an iPhone. Yeah, and it, it like, shows kind of sometimes. 
Like, uh, there's angles that you wouldn't get with a normal camera, too, like uh, like a camera on the table. <laughs> close-ups. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of close-ups and a lot of, yeah. But, like, these limitations make a great movie where you talk a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was written by uh, Terrell Alvin McCraney, who wrote uh, Moonlight. Oh. Um, the, the play. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, so... It's very informed. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And uh, yeah, it's about the, the. It's set in like a lockout, mm-hmm. but it's it's about like how, uh, like a big institution like the NBA or whatever, or the the NFL as well maybe, um, or the Olympics will use like the idea of like you've got a family and a team spirit in your team, to like underpay you mm-hmm. and, like trap mm-hmm. you and do it and, for the team yeah don't be selfish yeah and um the whole kind of like morale of the the movie is based on this book called uh, the revolt of the ba- black athlete mm. um and i suggest reading up a bit more on that because mm-hmm. uh mm. i'm starting to read notes a bit too much okay and like yeah it's it's just it's it's a movie that's informative and um it it just it's very well done it was like a five out of five for me um good it's got kyle mclachlan cool <laughs> as a rich white man so uh oh, oh. i guess is as she, much, is she but, the yeah. villain <laughs> i guess as much i mean like yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what the the subject is uh, uh, there's a um, Zazie, Zazie Beats from uh, Beats from mm-hmm. um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's there. Yeah. Deadpool Two is mm-hmm. one of the main characters. So good cast, good story. That's it's like a hundred, an hour and twenty minutes, and it's just like talk, 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 talk. Is it inspired from like actual events, or is no. it like it's it's, it's fiction. like a play? Okay, so. Well, yeah, it makes sense. It's, it's inspired like, by, yeah, by, by a, an actual yeah. event, as in there have been long lockouts. Yeah. But that's it. It's inspired okay. by an issue, not actual events. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I see, I see. And uh, you mentioned that it's like, it's also, it's a play, it's based on a book, so I guess it, r- it raises issues on like lockouts or like sports culture in general, or like 100%. sports, like uh, athletes, like conditions as workers within sports and i feel like that kind of relates to modern like contemporary issues right now where like some people have expectations from like their athletes yes that's 100 and it's like they have to be like 100 percent loyal to their team yeah in huge quotations brand yeah Uh, slash the institution that owns them yeah yeah i see i see how that can get quite interesting and that branches uh, out to a lot of... And the movie is about yeah. teaching you that as well. Because, uh, like... That's cool. The main character doesn't reveal all of that stuff. Uh, like, he has a plan to end the lockout. And mm-hmm. that's the story. Okay. And you don't know what that plan is. So that may that puts you in the spot of, like, a player. Mm-hmm. That doesn't know what's going on. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like you because don't see you it don't coming, know but going. you expect it. Kind of, yeah. And there's a few scenes where it's actual NBA players that have been in lockouts. Oh. And, and they, like, say a few words about what's happening. Is it, like, docu-fiction? Yeah. Sometimes? Okay. But oh. very rarely. It's okay. like a, maybe it, 
if it's written in a way that there's chapters, though I didn't feel like that, like mm-hmm. there would be like a, a moment. clear divides. Yeah. Okay. And where where can we see that? Where can we watch Netflix? That? Netflix. That's on Netflix. Okay. Fully financed by Netflix and just Soderbergh, hmm. do what you want, and that's what he wanted to do. And um, he didn't write most of it. He just thought like that that was a subject that wasn't uh, explored. Yeah, and um, he got people who are more knowledgeable about it. Uh, the 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 full yeah. story was brought by the main actor to him. Okay, good. So. Um, yeah, they, they, they worked yeah. in tandem. That's good. I love how Netflix <laughs> is churning out so much gold. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're coming out with a lot of bangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Eleven. <laughs> it's not necessarily a movie that fits into like the tone of our podcast or anything. But, no, like, but I, I just really think that that's everyone should watch it. Yeah. yeah. What's um, our tone anyway? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. we don't we just, have a tone. We just talk about it a lot, you know. Yeah, but um, we don't. Yeah, uh, other thing I watched uh, is uh, I watched two two other things, two other two animes. Mm-hmm. And, oh uh, hell yeah! First one was Evangelion, Neon Genesis oh, Evangelion. Oh, my favorite anime of all time. Ooh. Yeah, so I really hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your second time through it or your first time? Uh, it's, I would say it's my first time As because an adult? yeah, okay. I was like ten or nine or something when I first watched, uh, and I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, so I it, it was really my first time through it because I, I and I have really bad memories like I can't remember Ocarina of Time so like and that's mm-hmm. much like closer to me, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, uh, it's it's of its time, I would say. Like, yeah, that's what my complaint is. Um, the ideas are interesting. Mm-hmm. The uh, the yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't age well. It did not age well. It shows that um, they ran out of budget. Yes, absolutely, it, it does. It shows that. Um, there was no pacing planned. Nope. Because, um, episode by episode. Absolutely. And it shows when he started reading a book about, uh, like... Existential. <laughs> exi- no, well, no, no. I would say it's more like psychology or something. Like, uh, mm-hmm. ex- well, yeah. Yeah. But it shows, like, there's a clear line where he's like, I just learned some stuff, and this is what my show is going to be about now. Yeah. <laughs> around and episode 20. Now, yeah. 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 Yeah, around like 18, 19. But, so basically, I loved episode 9, 10. 9 was my favorite episode, two, other than 24. 18. What happens in... Not, I can't remember. It's been too long. Um, there's a lot more about uh, the characters uh, struggling, being child soldiers, and mm-hmm. like their lives. Mm-hmm. And there's enough reveal to the backstory that you go, oh, like even the people who are supposed to be teachers to them are as broken, and they've lived through like the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So. You, you you get like that sense of that, that you get in all animes that it's informed since like every everything is informed by Evangelion now yeah it's that influential yeah yeah 
but <laughs> and and oh I also love the last two episodes but that's half of a show and it's in the middle of it and at the end of it so, yeah. so it's as a whole I hate it <laughs> <laughs> but can you see for the same reasons why you hate it why yeah. I love it so much <laughs> no <laughs> um, <laughs> because, because I'm saying like I love the the, the like the mind parts of it like how and 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 the like big robots part and like the the character growth or like destruction yes like, it's like uh, an anti-growth yeah they're all, they're all <laughs> i feel like it's loved for the the bad reasons the wrong reasons like uh the whole like uh, religion shit that that was tacked on, yeah. It's voluntarily so bad, by the creator. So bad. The lands of Longinus. <laughs> yeah, the Dead Sea Scrolls. The the Tree of Sephiroth. The cross-shaped explosion. It shows. Yeah, it's yeah, like that is. early Devil May Cry thing. Like it mm-hmm. shows that they just added shit that they thought looked cool, but has no meaning whatsoever. Yeah, yeah it's true. Like it's just um, Dante and Virgil. They have nothing to do with the books. Like with the Divine Comedy. It's no, just no. they thought the name looked cool yeah. yeah and the author confirmed this by the way yeah, yeah, he was he like did. it was cool I love the author um, <laughs> but yeah so there's they introduce a lot of shit at the end there's like seal like, yes I'm getting to like spoilers and you need to have already seen it to talk about it so sorry about from that from 1997 yeah like, I mean. but like uh, <laughs> it's all useless there's no point to it there's no it adds no value to the story it just wanted to end like devil man like that's all yeah. it is, and Devil Man, like not just Crybaby, like the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. it's just like it wants to go like oh rebirth, blah blah blah, and but there's no there's no reason for it. There's like that's not what the story is. That's not what the yeah. <laughs> it's it, it really takes weird. a hard <laughs> left turn. Has a cool logo. Yeah, I've seen it on ice. shirts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God's, yeah the, God's the, in his world. All is right. And the, yeah. It God's in his place, all's right in the world, yeah. I wish it had, like, uh, more of a final confrontation with the main character and his father or something like that. Like, yes, that's, that that's, That feels closer. like what that would have, that should have happened, but for some reason it doesn't. Um, it, the, the main problem is, uh, is pacing. It's 100% like, you should have written this show. And then that would have been the draft for an actual good show. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to trying the movies out. I'll uh, mm-hmm. I'll see what they change. Uh, they uh, change a lot. Because my starting the second movie. The the most disappointing thing I had is this. There's a really popular character. Um, I forget his name. Kaoru. Yes. Yeah, the... There's a really really popular character called Kaoru, which is there for about six minutes and twenty seven seconds. In the entire show. And he shows up. You already know what he is. You already know what his plan is. You already know all of that from like a scene where he he wasn't in there. Uh, And um, he takes a bath, a shower, goes to bed, wakes up, gets killed. And that's like, that happens in one episode. Yes, one single <laughs> glorious episode. The, the, and the I Simpsons hate do it better with Frank Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Frank Grimes! <laughs> Shit! That's a strong episode. Yes, I remember it. But basically, like, 
<laughs> the Akiano Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, I was overhyped this character because everybody on the internet loves him. Mm-hmm. It, but guess what? He's not there. He's guess not, what? He's not important. There's a whole movie now That's on him. Heard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. Like they intru- they put him in the in the remake. They put him for the whole. So like the third movie, only him. Yeah. Wow. The whole time. So when it comes out he on got Netflix, there before Boba Fett. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's what the comparison you made. The Boba Fett. He's the Boba Fett of Evangelion. He's, <laughs> he's like he's like there are six minutes and he dies, <laughs> and then and yeah, ungloriously yeah. like. And it, if he had been introduced like ten episodes earlier and had like a a reason for for being there and being liked by the characters, and then a betrayal happens and whatever. That'd be great. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so when it comes out on Netflix next year, don't watch it. <laughs> Get the movies, I think, maybe. I don't know. The would fourth movie is coming next year. And you say it the ties movies the are better? Production not, not, value, yes. Not Writing, like yes. Heart, like, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the first one is uh, unchanged from the original, by the way, uh, other yeah, than that production. Makes sense, yeah. The second one changes a lot. Very controversial because they did a lot of risky choices. Okay. Third one, all of Kaoru. I love him to death. I'm very biased. Best movie. <laughs> so my, my, my favorite arc of the, the of Evangelion is uh, the uh, Asuka character. Yes. Uh, falling and just like... Uh, being incapable of uh, getting into her mech again and stuff like that. We're heavy spoilers, but yeah. This part and the the fourth child storyline were is is incredible. It's like really good storytelling and it it shows that they had an arc for like seven episodes. They knew exactly where they were going. And it ends and then for about six more episodes, it's just random crap that they didn't know where to put, but they'd written it out somewhere. Like they knew, like the main lines of it. They knew that they were they were part of the story, but it shows that they're just like throwing it out. It's mm-hmm. just informational, and um, and Kaoru dies, and then uh, you get two episodes, which are in are all in everyone's psyche, mainly sh- like uh, the main character. Yes. That happens 12 episodes earlier. He gets stuck in the... The angel and the train and his thoughts and everything. Or, yeah. Or, and it happens again like eight episodes earlier. Like when the fourth child stuff happens. Yes. And he, he wanted to control the, the, the <laughs> mech. Yes. That, 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 that's just a continuation of that. But like yes. eight episodes later. It makes no sense. Okay. You have to know the context of End of Evangelion. End of Evangelion is a small movie. It's it's, It's a movie that replaces 25 and 26 because the fans lashed out. But I agree that 25, 26 were good, but the fans didn't agree on that. The fans wrote to the the author so much that he had to redo the ending. Yeah, and it's even worse. It's like a big fuck you to everybody. Yes, it was. And that's why I love it so much. Yeah, it ends with a big bang. (laughs) A big one. And he shows like he shows screens of like he's got screenshots of like uh, death threats. Death threats and like the the, the studio being uh, 
like uh, burnt, I not, believe. Not burnt. But, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, dead but, fish, people dying, like uh, sketches and everything, real life footage. He really, really did a huge so, fuck you. I love the author. So yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. The thing made me like Hideaki Anno even more. Like I'd seen him on other things. Um, but the, the anime itself sucks because of all of that. Like as, a, mm-hmm. as an anime. I have to say though, maybe I re- I'm not recalling it like perfectly because it's been a while since I saw Eva, but it does give me that feeling of how people feel about Twin Peaks. Oh yeah? How it's really so polarizing. And then it changes by the second season. Yeah. And then it ends in like <laughs> whatever. Fine. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it, I think oh, yeah. parallels can be made between Ava and Twin Peaks in a certain way. Yes, definitely. Where it has like high highs and super low lows. Yeah. Well, yeah, that hurts, but yes. <laughs> Especially since you, you hold Twin Peaks to such high I love season I, two. But, I love uh, Twin yeah. Peaks, like, overall, yeah. Yeah, no, it's the same. Yeah, it's... And I and they're both authors that clearly don't think before they air an episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It feels like, yeah, they, they have, like, authorial intent, but they didn't plan everything out from the start. But, but I was told that about Twin Peaks, and I guess I wasn't told that about Eva. I was just told yeah. it's the best anime You went ever. in blind. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you, you had to have a little context. Yeah. When he has a little bit more uh, production value, he gives he turns out something like Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. But that's the thing. He hasn't done much. His life is very interesting, though. There's a, there's a live-action show about uh him well it's he's one of the characters but it's about uh the the anime movement in that time and i just pulled that out of my ass so i can't remember the name <laughs> disney's aladdin <laughs> <laughs> i saw the trailer for no, oh fuck oh will smith no <laughs> no will smith no, don't listen to me anymore yeah. Was it my my sassy girl or something like that? It was it was it, it was filmed in a really odd fashion. There were odd shots like inside a microwave and stuff like that. Uh, he it was before he did Evangelion. I remember uh, even uh, concept art of it uh, within um, art books of the main artist of Evangelion, uh, Yoshioki Sadamoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to be really close to the author and used yeah. to, to that's do a, stuff for him too. That's the guy who did uh, the art for Dot Hat. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wonder if he's still with uh, CyberConnect or whatever. And I think he, he also did uh, Lunar, Silver Lunar, Story yeah, Star Complete, yeah. and Lunar Eternal Blue. So yeah, it's called uh, Aoi Hono. It was an it was a manga, um, and it was. Yeah, it's about the uh, the movement that was uh, birthed in Osaka, and um, it's him and a few others. Uh, he's just he's a one of the main side characters, mm-hmm. and it's very like manga esque. It's a comedy, but it's still like historically accurate, and like it shows like them working with Ghibli and stuff like that. Mm. Um, not that much though, but still like it's a. Uh, it's really interesting. Is it subtitled? Yeah, yeah. You can okay. find it on the uh, the, the bay that is the internet. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
subtle message. <laughs> and uh, it's it's fun. It, uh, I I haven't seen it for many years, so I'm thinking of watching it again. Um, it's short, like twelve episodes, and uh, uh, it, 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 there's a little bit of like his earlier life, like how much of an ultra man fan he was. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can boy. find it online, I think it's on YouTube. He has like his school project like his uh, I think university or college or whatever it is mm-hmm. where he redid uh, uh, or he did a whole episode of Ultraman with him in it no <laughs> okay, okay cool. it's pretty good nice uh, yeah and um, that brings me to the other anime I watched this week uh, which is uh, Gridman SSS Gridman which don't look up SSSS it's a spoiler okay no not really Yeah, Trigger is involved. It's a partnership between mm. the Ultra... Um, Ultraman team. Ultraman team. But I think they're called Ultra something, the company. And uh, Trigger. And, like, the monster art is done by the Ultraman people. The, the, the main... The main uh, character, Gridman, is mm-hmm. done by, like, the Ultraman people. So it's... Mm-hmm. It's really a partnership. It's 12 episodes long. Cool and yeah. it's like a, it's an homage to Gridman, which was the 94 uh, tokusatsu that did really poorly. Oh. And, uh, well, I think in Japan it did fine. But here it was remade by Saiban. So yeah, they, they remade like all the tokusatsu. Like, yeah, exactly. Something. So it was just one of those extra really bad, like we're remaking mm. tokusatsu like Power Rangers and... Just sell toys, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, in in the in the American version, Tim Curry was voicing the the main villain. What? <laughs> What? Yeah. It's uh, It's like in Animaniacs. <laughs> so, yeah. Pennywise. <laughs> yeah, Pennywise. <laughs> so, um, it was this old Tokusatsu show that I loved as a kid because I lacked taste. I was seven years old or whatever. Um, uh, and they really nailed not just the nostalgia but also the uh, it's trigger so every almost every single scene is a throwback to an older anime or an older show nice like every single action <laughs> shot is like the opening is a shot is shot by shot other multiple other openings of other stuff Mm, that's cool it's uh it, it it exists because they did a short with the ultraman team of gridman for its like i guess 20th 25th anniversary or something mm-hmm. and this the short did so well and people were like holy shit produce a, a show anime, yeah. please and they just did a 12 episode show like self-contained uh, yeah and it's just like This is us being fans of Mecha. This is us being fans of, (laughs) like, tokusatsu stuff. And here's a really compelling story because um, we're also fans of Evangelion. And we, like, it, 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 there's, like, references to everything. (laughs) And it kind of does, like, the the Evangelion God story a lot better than... uh, Evangelion did, well, but that's like many, many years later, informed by yeah, when, informed like, by hindsight and but also like yeah. like two hundred shows in between that like emulated it and easy access to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like a culmination of like we're fans of this. Here's like our version, 
and um, it's hard yeah. to do that juggling act. Did they really succeed it, in if, one? If you don't know, it just looks like a cool show. Okay. But oh, it's, it's not, still know, okay. It's, like it's even more rewarding. Kind yeah. Of. Okay, yeah. I see. So it's still okay, even if you don't know all the references, huh? The only thing you'll be like, you'll you'll be asking yourself is, why make a show about a grid man? Like, like you know, it's just some robot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, very philosophical. What's up with him? Why, 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 why that? Yeah. Why? What is the point of this? Like, why is it tacky? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but there is a whole story about the characters. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, it's really nice. I recommend it to anyone that like that is influenced or likes all this stuff. Like, you've watched Gundam, you're gonna enjoy this. You're mm. like, you know, um, there's not much to add, but like, go watch this. It's really good. Um, people online are saying it's like the best anime of the season, like last year. Really? So yeah. Cool. Small small question. Is it focused on the mechas or really the people, the, the psychology people. of the people in it? Okay. There's not much psychology except for the main villain. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So like a bit like Thanos in, uh, in Infinity War where yeah. like the other characters are just heroes and like you... you they'll stop them. Yeah. Or they'll try. Yeah. And like it, it to me it felt like if they made Shinji from Eva the main villain of the story. Oh, I see. They made like okay. uh, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. He was kind of the. <laughs> that's the thing. Like it's kind of it's a perspective shift. Like the, the obviously the villain is the person with the the mental issues. Like that's that's like a, that's what you need to solve, and that's like how the story goes. And uh, it, it's really interesting to see, like, right off the bat, like, it's a broken villain. And, like, you, where do you go from there? Because um, in, in those old tokusatsu shows, like, even Power Rangers, basically there's a main villain that makes clay models of whatever, and, and then a monster huge. shows yeah. up. Yeah. So, like, how do you stop somebody like that? <laughs> if what they are isn't just a super villain but they're like a a broken human or something hmm that's do it in a mature way or it just celebrates like it's celebrates okay <laughs> it's okay, uh, just yeah <laughs> there's there's like there's enough human interaction and conversations to to explain it but you know there's also giant like ultraman guy punching somebody in the face. <laughs> okay, I see. It. Okay, okay. Yeah. Was it an so ideological was... punch where they kind of like punch their philosophy? Oh no, okay. like the it's end trigger. of Soul Eater? Oh no. Yeah. It's made by Trigger. Yeah, it's made by Trigger. So I'm thinking like Gurren Lagan where it's like yeah. just like it's, they're kind of like duking it out but they're also taught like they're confronting philosophies and then they just one philosophy punches the other harder and shit was a punch (laughs) they do this thing where like the whole world uh, flips on itself like you keep they keep revealing stuff about the world Mm. for like eight episodes and then you go oh that's what the world they're in and then it's like Mm -hmm. four episodes for the end okay huh yeah well that's that's cool I think you convinced me in, 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 in trying it especially that it's short I could do and, it in one sitting there won't in be six a hours. There will yeah, it's not self-contained. Be. Even good. if it's popular, they did it for themselves, and it really shows. Cool. 
yeah. that encourages me to watch it even more because you don't go like oh, this is a little piece of a puzzle yeah. it's well, incomplete it's, a, it's not a big investment like 12 episodes and yeah. it doesn't it's, it's like not like a seasonal thing where you'll wait every year or like every two years or something. no exactly it's done um, this reminds me of a that, that was it for me but it reminds me of a news story I read earlier uh, this this week or last week mm-hmm. it's uh There's going to be a Gundam live-action movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. And uh, the screenwriter is... Brian K. Vaughn! Brian K. Vaughn. <laughs> like, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, just like, my interest went like... Oh? Yeah. <laughs> oh? Now oh? all it needs... You freed. Oh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But like... Uh, <laughs> and, and bang. <laughs> <laughs> all it needs now is a million other things. Like a good director... Mm-hmm. And uh, no rewrites. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, yeah. because Brian K. Vaughn, uh, if you don't know him, he's the current god of American comics. Um, he mm-hmm. writes everything that is culturally like... Saga, saga, saga. So, Read it, Paper Girls. Read so it. he's written Paper Girls, which... Uh, has won an award, I think, but is um, is known as the better Stranger Things. Oh yeah, um, he's written he's writing Saga. Yeah, which is I think the most popular Image comic right now. It's it's the best. It's an Image comic is like the third company. Like there's Marvel, DC, and Image. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Horse. Nah, Dark Horse is uh, Hellboy. Yeah. But they have like they have a couple names, but that's it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like they, they buy licenses here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he's written Wise the Last Man. Oh yeah. Which that's supposed to be a TV show. Yeah, um, and he's <laughs> he's worked on multiple TV shows, but basically everything yeah. he does is a hit. Mm-hmm. Is uh, and and is really really good, and he's. He was taking a break, like uh, from writing comics, mm-hmm. uh, reportedly just because he ha- he's been writing constantly and too much. He's been yeah, he's been so busy with all his series. And But now that I see the story that he's know. writing Gundam, oh hell yeah! Yeah, I hope it's gonna be like yeah. It's his time to shine. It's in looking good with more production value that he usually has. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if it gets like a a Lita treatment plus Brian K. Vaughn, that's the thing. That's like what I'm hoping for. Like the, I don't like, know who who uh, is producing it and whatever, but it, is Sunrise involved? Probably. I hope. Yeah. But if they get like uh yeah, if they get like James Cameron level of production, which they should for Gundam, like you can screw up Ghost. I know, I know, but. Maybe Uncle Guillermo. Oh, yeah, yeah Uncle Guillermo. Guillermo could do that. That'd be great. Um, the thing is, like, you can screw up Ghost in the Shell. You can screw up, like, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> But there is no giant statue of, like, Goku, in Tokyo. No, there's a. Giant statue There's of Rocky in Philly. Exactly, but <laughs> I don't know what that means. But <laughs> he's a fictional boxer. Like yes, yeah. there's multiple giant Gundam. 
There's there's like a there's multiple giant Gundam in yeah. in, in Japan. That's how it's culturally iconic. significant. Yeah, it's that's that's the link. It, yeah, but like the design itself, like if there's there's Tezuka and there's the Gundam, like that's that's how meaningful it is. So you you can't can't screw that up. Mm. And they went with like the best comics writer that they have in, in the West, so like it's looking good. Yep, I'm it's, really uh, surprised. That definitely they... worth paying attention to. Yeah, it might be a train wreck in the end, but at least for their first draft and the first script, they got the best guy. On well, the exactly, they couldn't get a better writer for this. I'm surprised that they got they were open minded enough to go like, hey, let's pick someone from the yeah, West. And for what? Well, and Brian Kevon isn't dumb. Like, if he didn't believe this could be done well, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have agreed to it. Yeah, like he's. He's very like. Um, Maybe he knows who the director is. I don't. Know. Yeah, but let's hope it's better than Pacific Rim Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't even watched that movie. But, uh, Me neither. I completely. Uh, yeah, I'd like to though. But uh, yeah, I'd give it a try. The, the, the yeah. thing is, like, Gundam is like the main child soldier story mm-hmm. and trauma, like like war trauma, even mm-hmm. though. Like the vehicle is giant robots punching each other and lightsabering each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been about like children having to deal with the the, the fact Tur- that they're in like soldiers, a shitty yeah. situation, yeah. like the shittiest situation imaginable. Yeah, that's so. And then space Nazis. <laughs> <But> yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> so like it's it's got real potential every time and often it misses and then there's a few great great series so like i'm looking forward to this yeah mm. you know make a make a series have uh, from an outside perspective they're, they're they're a little hard to understand because if you try to bring someone into a mecha series, you're like, it's not really about the, the fight. Giant robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not about the one selling point that you're not interested in. Yeah. It's about the other stuff. Yeah. It's about the people going like uh, having to deal with this and, and the whole backstory and why they're doing it and everything. The the fights are a bit of filler, <laughs> honestly. They're what makes it a weekly show. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, sellable yeah. also mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> toys Toy. wise yeah but uh, I would have loved to have a little gun down when I was a little honestly it worked <laughs> we're exposed to it I don't really like mech that much but it would be cool I yeah. mean hell <laughs> like Gundam wing especially that's the one that really whew, yeah, you see, like, love to have a deaf sight and TV. shit. Yeah, that was the one. The first one we had on broadcast TV. Yeah, oh, on my yeah. TV was Gundam Wing. Oh my Wing. god! Yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. yeah. Just communication. <laughs> I, I remember the the, the intro with like, the angel wings. Was like, that was incredible. <laughs> I used to play on SNES Online, the game that never made it to the West. That was called Gundam Wing Endless Duel. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a fighting game with the mechs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was really good. Yeah, there's a you lot could feel the, the hits. Yeah. Uh, like lastly, I guess, unless we have other things to to, to talk about, I just want to mention that Nintendo uh, announced uh, Labo VR. Labo yeah. VR. Yeah. Which oh is, my uh, god! It's a small experiment. 
Um, well, it's a huge experiment. It's like a feat to do VR on anything, really. And especially Nintendo is probably their only VR project. It's a, it's a bunch of short, small mini-games. Um, and since it's Labo, it's got like uh, multiple types of... like uh, It has like a cardboard VR set. It has a cardboard camera. It has a cardboard bunch of different things. Hmm. And um, it, it's cheaper than, uh, than a game. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper than buying a single game. Yeah, that's cool because we were talking about like VR being more accessible and cheaper yeah. like in past weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think Nintendo is at least trying yeah. to they're, bring they're, that. They're yeah. trying it out and that's what it looks like. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, this will be the VR machine for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how they keep releasing side projects. Mm-hmm. Or they're not yeah, side projects, yeah. but they're just not us. It's not these. yeah. It's not the revolution people are expecting from yeah. the technology, but it's at least it's a step in that direction. And plus, like VR experts are like the the Switch is seven seven twenty uh, resolution wise. Like it's not gonna be great. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. It's got it's got no attachments to your to your head because it's all cardboard. So mm-hmm. you need to hold it to play. Mm-hmm. So it's all like thing gimmicks like the camera. Mm. Uh, this made me think of, and it made the whole internet think of, Pokemon Snap VR. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of the internet. <laughs> and <laughs> For I hope, once. I hope Nintendo gets the fucking message. Yeah. <laughs> Are you like, listening? Like, you're making a camera mm-hmm. VR game, and you're Nintendo. Hello? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing to redo it in HD and everything. Add some Pokemon in there. Would be nice. Getting uh. a bang for your butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could even add like add-ons to all their games, like uh, Breath of the Wild. You know how there's like there's always now nowadays there's always cameras the in mode? every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also like the whole compendium of animals in Breath of the Wild. You could do that as a VR game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. Uh, anyway, that's probably the first VR thing I'm ever going to play because it's cheap. Yeah. I, I'm glad that they got inspired by what Android did for VR. The first yeah. time that they ever did VR was oh. literally called Cardboard. Yeah. And it was just two lenses with cardboard that you unfolded and you would put your headset in and fold the headset. And you could buy it for like five bucks. And it just split the screen and you had the lenses and it was at the right distance to merge the images so that it would give the... Uh, now Now they have Daydream, by the way, on the official Google yeah. Pixel and everything and it's fine and it works fine. It, it, it's barely breathable, but it's still workable. <laughs> yeah, they still have to work on it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a technology in yeah. progress. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad they got inspired by the cardboard, literally. It was literally card- called the cardboard. Because, <laughs> look, this is coming with five games, five mini games, mm-hmm. or and, and and it's got all the cardboard for all of them, and it's costing less than a normal game. Mm-hmm. So, I think I'll support from it. From there, what can you do? I think there's going to be like a one with only the camera or something that's cheaper, even cheaper. So that's probably what I'm going to get because I just want to try it out. Yeah. But like, and that's I think that's perfect. Like they're they're just going forward with this and showing it to to children because it's Labo. It's made for uh, six and it, under. I think and it stuff. can be really cool for educational purposes. Like yeah, you can use yeah. it for like, and if it's like 
especially like small uh, mini game experiences mm-hmm. they can probably like open it up to people too like just like educational purposes mm-hmm. or development like, yeah and like uh, just art projects that you could do in VR but you don't have a lot of money to do it absolutely yeah mm. and it could also be like well here's our actual VR headset later and it's better than the 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 labo but it's not as great as all this other stuff but it's better than what you've experienced with yeah. from us in the past Hmm. Uh, that that'll probably bring people to 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 the VR front. I don't know if Nintendo's super interested in VR. Like they're maybe just testing the waters. Yeah, seeing there's an interest. Like if it's reasonably priced, they could re-release all the Virtual Boy games. Oh my god! All twelve oh. of them. <laughs> yeah. Seventeen of them. I don't remember. Oh, but Wario's Woods though. That was pretty nice. That was a good game. <laughs> I played it. There's an Atlas game too. There's a yeah, Jack yeah. Brothers. The, yeah. the 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 Jack Frosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the standalone game, which is uh, super rare and Mar- costs two hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> I'd love to play the original <laughs> Mario Tennis as well. It's a little yeah, yeah. freaky because the ball just it, it looks like it's gonna lodge in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, sounds really nice. It's a horror game. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 it, it was a little scary when I played it. I would flinch away from the screen. Mm. <laughs> it's like those old clips of like people watching like, the first film where like a train is coming. Yeah, and then, then they, they try to like, dodge. Oh, they duck and cover <laughs> away from the train. So, in order to wrap this up t- uh, today, real quickly, mm-hmm. why don't we speak about uh, what we'll do for the next week? What's our intention that we never follow, but still. <laughs> We've got good intentions here, three Canadian thumbs. Yeah. So, uh, n- maybe. In the next week, I want to try out Galgun mm-hmm. on VR now that I have the appropriate <laughs> computer. I'm going to stream it. I'm going to have a good old time. Oh, no. <laughs> 90 frames per second. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 90 <laughs> frames of climaxing. Yes. <laughs> the girls getting euphoria when you hit them on hearts. I'm, I'm going to enjoy that immensely. I'm gonna continue the trash anime. Gonna gonna watch Rush, Russian Doll, and play some Tetris 99. This is yeah. what I'm. Uh, this is my roadmap for my games as a service. Nice. <laughs> nice. How about you, Rita? Uh, in the following weeks, while well, Sekiro's coming out. Yeah. That's coming that's out on uh, Friday. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Uh, that's something I will definitely try to play. I know I have a really busy week, so. I might not as oh, it's coming play out at the as end of the week. Yeah, but I have a pretty busy weekend. like end. Yeah, yeah, weekend as well. Okay. So it's like, uh. We'll um, see. Before that, um, I actually got Mother Three. Like I, I got everything Excellent. to run it. I tried to run it on my computer, and I like there were bits. Like there were bits where it had like slowdown. On a computer. <laughs> on a computer. I thought you bought the original Japanese cartridge because uh. you understand Japanese and you played it on your old Game Boy Advance, which is all super legal. Yes, exactly. I could see it here. I see your Game Boy Advance right here. <laughs> Yay! You got it plugged to your computer. Yeah, thanks for acknowledging it. But yeah, I've been <laughs> 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 everything fair, I guess. But I've I've tried to run it, so there were a little bit of like slowdown. So I'm gonna try to optimize my Game Boy Advance so it works uh, as fine as it can. Why don't I lend you 
my Game Boy Advance next time. Okay. Yeah, boy! Thanks. I like yours. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I want to I wanna do that. Um, I also got Grease. You know, it's a game that came out, like, on PC. I thought you were talking about Assassin's Creed. Plus the screen Odyssey. <laughs> Me too. I thought it was Grease. The oh, game. Yeah, Grease, uh, the Spanish game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, gray in Spanish. Like, Grease. And uh, that game looks beautiful. It's another, like, uh, 2D, like, yeah, platformer really puzzle. Really and, gorgeous. like, all the, like, watercolor effects. So, I know it's a short investment. So, I think I can do that during the week. Like, mm. give it a few nights and get over it. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw came out, which is a game I was kind of like following from far, but like now it's out. It's, it's a little bit like that game that I mentioned, Broken Reality. So it's like, oh. it's like you're a de- internet detective in the 90s. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and saw, I saw the trailer. Through, I thought yeah. it was the other game. Yeah. And it's just like you go through like web pages and it's like GeoCities style, like finding like people that are putting on like illegal websites and stuff. And it's just like it's it's... It's like garbage, nostalgic humor. Uh, We're the target audience, let's face it. We're (laughs) 30-year-olds. We all went on those, like, Dragon Ball fan pages with, like, the fusion dance gifts, like, at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) AOL. uh, And the background music that you can't turn off. Spinning Pikachus or hamsters. (laughs) Really have to try the Captain Marvel. uh, I'm guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been on the website. Like it's 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 worth exploring. It's really fun. So that came out, but I don't know if I'll get the time to explore it a little bit. Like I'm gonna focus on Greece, not so much Mother Three until you lend it to me. Mm -hmm. And I've already mentioned Sekiro, and I'm gonna keep watching the MCU movies. Uh, yeah. Until oh, yeah. that game comes out, so yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be most of like my entertainment for the upcoming weeks. You're loaded, man. <laughs> you yeah. got a lot to do. You gotta you got the lot to bang out. No, <laughs> not do you. <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Yeah. What about you, Mister <laughs> Pierre? Well, uh, I also am gonna be playing Sekiro for sure, like Friday. And Saturday, and then I'll sleep to come on the podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. A broken mess. Like uh, I've been waiting for this game for well, whenever it was announced. Like uh, it looked it, amazing from frame one. And it it seems to have like I'm still not sure. Nobody's really talking about this specific thing, but it seems to have this you don't dodge you you parry thing going on. Mm. But there's dodging as well. But uh, like it has that revengeance thing where you can attack certain sides, so uh, it's really gonna scratch an itch for me. Um, we haven't had a we haven't had a samurai game in a while either. Like I know that it's mainly monsters, but still, that's something. Mm-hmm. Putting aside everything that's like uh, dynasty warriors and whatnot. Samurai warriors. Yes. Which is, it does not count. I agree. It does not count. I think the last Samurai E theme games were um, Onimusha and Way of the Samurai. Mm. And they're all PS2, PS1 era, right? So, like Sengoku, AAA. They don't count. They're they're not. Okay. They don't get it. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's maybe completely different. Um, Yeah, like uh, it, it just like the lone warrior thing where you you have your path and like Sekiro isn't exactly that either but like 
it's birthed from Tenchu. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a Tenchu game that they uh, they decided that um, it was too different because they do mm-hmm. own the Tenchu uh, license, yeah. license, which used uh, to be amazing. Yeah, and it became too much of its own thing, so they decided to name it something different, something Ubisoft should do with Assassin's Creed. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Ubisoft. Skull and Bones. That's the name of the game. Skull that, and Bones. Not not Black Flag Two. Ah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Skull I, and Bones. I'm gonna finish Flower, Sun, and Rain. Um, I might uh, play Mother 3 on my uh, Apple computer. <laughs> um, How can you do that? Good luck. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll uh, jack in just like in Flower, Sun, and Rain. I'm gonna be watching uh, Gaikotsu Shotenin Honda-san. Yeah, Boxer Honda-san. Yeah. Uh, I'd already started it. Um, oh, yes. Last year, BN. Oh, it looks BN. really strange. I like that. Uh, it's like uh, I think they're all like ten minutes. Yeah, they're short. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's really fun. It's about a, a guy that works in uh, the equivalent of uh, chapters in Digo. But it's uh, like a comic book. Like it's a graphic novel store mostly, right? Yeah. Yeah. And That's uh, yeah. Well, no, no. It's like a bookstore of everything, but like it's. Since it's mm-hmm. anime related, like it focuses on, yeah, because that's what like bookstores, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. probably all I'll be doing. Um, He's also a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> Small mean, detail, yeah. lots of bone jokes to <laughs> to exploit. It's very funny and anxious. Yeah, and, um, yeah. That's it's like it workplace comedy. Oh, which I love. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, maybe more Assassin's Creed. Uh, I'm just looking forward to Sekiro, and I can't concentrate on <laughs> it's, anything it's, else. It's mostly just a countdown to Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, that was your week. That's my that's my week. Yeah. yeah. Well, dear viewers, thank you very much for putting up with your, with our erratic schedule. And uh, by the way, might I remind you that you can uh, speak to us directly. You can you could speak to us casually. You could ask questions. You could do comments. You could just talk about anything you ever want. You could join us on Discord with uh, tinyurl.com/slash3ctdiscord. If you follow that link, you can join us and uh, chat along. Mm-hmm. And uh, for you old school. Uh, internet users that still use email, we also have an email, which is 3cthumbs at gmail.com. So if you want to reach out, say anything, say a say an onomatopoeia, if you wanted to, that's fine. We're going to read it and we're going to reply. What onomatopoeia? <laughs> For <laughs> anything. <Maybe>. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we. I just uh, I just want to give a shout out actually to Ooh. something uh, I remembered. There's a friend of mine who uh, is sometimes a listener, uh, Felix, uh, who's working on a game right now that's called Kerfuffite. Kerfuffite. Yeah, K E R F U F F I G H T, and uh, he showed me a trailer. Like there's a there's a video on YouTube. If you look like Kerfuffite, looks really fun. Like um, I'm not just saying this because like he's a friend of mine. Like, mm-hmm. You look at it and it looks like a, um, like a faster gang beasts, but yeah. like smash like, just uh, it seems like a fun like party fighter, 
and uh, he's working on that game, and uh, I'm proud of him. I'm like, it's cool, and I'm just giving him a shout-out to Felix and also uh, Emily, because uh, she's a true homie who knows the Neo Yokio. Oh, she hell yeah. Shit. She, she, was, she was there from the start. Nice. So, from the small trailer that I saw, it looks, uh, mm-hmm. it looks it uh, looks less janky than uh, than than gang beasts mm-hmm. and more responsive. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, sort of a smash battle royale in 3D, mm-hmm. yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, Power yeah. Stone ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really cool. yeah, that's a great yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. With, the, with the items and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. you're nostalgic of Power Stone, now, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> Powerful, powerful, bang! (laughs) (laughs) You had to slip one in there, and now did you? All right, let's go pull our devil triggers. All right, so I have been Jamie, and you. I've been Rita. (laughs) Bang! (laughs) See you next time. Bye bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>